Yo, 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 what is up, you wider, Steven, fuck, loving fuckwad? <laughs> it is two beards, one garage oh. back for a pulse draft. I almost spit my beer right into the microphone. <laughs> I was just like, all right, can I call these fucking losers this week? The Packers didn't, there's 27 receivers taken, the Packers didn't take one. Well, that yeah. means there's a few other teams that didn't either, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, what is it? April, got that right at least, got the month right, yep, 26, yep, that sounds there you go, 2020, um, still people are social distancing, yep. Pete and I were talking before you got here, it seems like more and more people are possibly telling, telling that quarantine to fuck off, but <laughs> just like a quote, I saw Mike from Bluffside at Quick Trip picking up a case of beer and I talked to him for a little bit, he said, this is a crock of fucking shit, shit's gone on long enough. Yeah, the thing I like about those patrons, they're, they're the high risk, and they'd still go oh, out and fucking hammer. I they, like that. They would give the fucking coronavirus yeah. their fucking fingers. There's about 15, 10 to 15 of those old fuckers where if they uh, if they died drinking beer at Bluffside, it would be a good life. Oh, yeah. So First day Bluffside opens up, it'll be packed. Oh. Get closer to them. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you, you think, we actually, Harkin and I were thinking, do you think, or actually, we were here, too. We were kind of thinking if the general's even still around. Ooh. There's a few of you that might know who the general is. <laughs> and if you don't, that's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get into the episode, uh, we got a quick sponsor. It's not really a company, but it's just a suggestion for all you guys and gals out there. Um, it's a book that I found on Amazon. It's called Cooking with Semen. So um, it's kind of just a book that goes through recipes where you can throw some cum in there. Chafers. Um I haven't, I haven't bought it yet. I'm thinking of doing that and maybe giving Pav a Mother's Day gift. But um, <laughs> you're gonna go with some homemade recipes, or? Oh yeah, we'll definitely go homemade. I, <laughs> I, I got a big, uh, God damn it. I got a big fucking round coming up. Ooh. Yeah. So um, what is it? Seven ninety nine. You can get it. Usually within five days, it says. So, I don't know if you guys... I know people kind of picked up cooking during this time. Yeah. So, I don't know, kind of throw a special ingredient in there. So, uh... COVID! Oh! oh. Hit the tiger. I, I was going to say, who, the only person I think that is more hated right now in the state of Wisconsin is probably Carol Baskin. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, people... I, I can't get it off of people on Twitter. It is fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Pete got oh, one. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I think I won her. So, yeah, we started drinking a little bit before we started. So, some people are like, dude, you had a Kobe like 55 seconds in last time. I said, oh, yeah. Actually, we usually crack them before. And we might have to, like, if the Packers win the Super Bowl or something, uh, like the first one, we just stone cold fucking two, two beers. Just, I don't even care. Just give ourselves a beer bath and. Maybe cobium over our heads, and I don't know. Well, I mean, if you listen to some of the online GMs, <laughs> oh, the Packers aren't even making the playoffs this year. So. Yeah. Oh. That's what um, somebody yeah. said. The, past, the Packers were the first team to historically make their team worse through the draft or something. And somebody's like, the Bears traded up to take Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> like, yeah, and they probably got, and I didn't look back, I didn't look at what they got that year. But they probably got a fucking A minus because they got Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. You know what? That you know, funny is uh, last night me PD Schiff and uh, I didn't want to mention this guy's name, but Pratt. Oh he, God. I just, I just, uh, Dude, that guy can sit on a fucking chair. <laughs> yeah. So 
Pratt's like, what did you guys think the Packers, what would you give them for a grade? And I said, honestly, I said, let's start a new tradition. Instead of doing this year's draft class, giving them a grade, before we've even seen a goddamn one of these guys step on the field. Oh, <laughs> went over the top. But before we even see, grade these guys, before they even got onto a football field in the NFL, Bye. let's fucking grade from three years prior. So, like, this year we would grade the 2017 draft. Because so, you actually see them, see them on an NFL field with the ex- team that Exactly. Draft Did you like that idea, Petey? I mean, everybody's looking, what is, what is this draft going to do for the Packers this year? And I think everybody, as Packer fans, what they remember is the 49ers running all over them the whole year. Yep. And then they look at the draft, and they, they think that they're automatically going to be in that spot playing the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. And yeah. That's all they're comparing it to. Obviously, there's a lot more games and a lot more involved than – just that one game. And I kind of just think back to like how last year everybody assumed after the Rams lost in the Super Bowl to the Patriots, they were going to get right back there. Everyone thought the Saints were going to get right back to the NFC Championship game. It's like, oh, they're going to win the Super Bowl because they got robbed last year. And what happens? They lose to the Vikings. Rams don't make the playoffs. So when you think you're one piece away, one player away, just sometimes just, I don't know if it's luck. Yeah. You know, like, did the Packers get lucky last year? Partially. I think they did a little bit. And, and I think I was going to kind of get into this a little bit. Just because the the Packers are a different team under LaFleur, a different system, yeah. and they won a lot differently than they did with McCarthy. Yep. Like, McCarthy, when his offenses were in their prime, they were just, I mean, Rodgers said it in that A.J. Hawk podcast, like, they were blowing the fucking doors off of people. They were done by halftime. Yeah, and I don't just don't think Lafleur's offense is yeah. meant to do that. It's I, not meant to score very quickly. What, yeah, and what what Mike McCarthy's offense is meant for was having the tight end take the seam, having have a good like he he basically had two verticals, a curl or a comeback route. Yeah. He basically ran the same play, but he then ran plays off of it. But it was essentially like more of a. I don't know if you call it like a zone scheme passing game kind of thing. Yeah. It was just kind of weird. But it works when you had all those weapons. And I think in LaFleur's offense, you can get away with having – you need one stud, what she's got in Adams. And then I think you can move Aaron Jones around a little bit, put him in the slot maybe, have him start on the backfield, run him all in motion. I just think that Aaron Jones is going to get used a lot more creatively this year now that you're going to have – Jamal Williams, my boy AJ Dillon, man, I can't. I just love all these Packer fans. To just dog on AJ Dillon. Dude runs for over 4,300 yards, 38 touchdowns, and everybody wants to fucking say the guy sucks. Yeah, I <laughs> 13 fucking catches. I don't. You know what? You know what's funny? Talking to dipshit Fraylick yesterday on the phone. That's your first problem. That was my first mistake. How people listen to his podcast, I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. Kobe. <laughs> Joking, Frey. Whoa! Oh, dude. fucking right on. Did he look like fucking Randy Johnson? <laughs> fucking chucking that thing. <laughs> but, um, no, I don't know. It's just, I just love all these people that say, well, you can't catch passes. I look back at what Aaron Jones caught in colleges last year. He had 28 catches. So yeah. he, Oh, and I, I bring up James White, too. Yeah, exactly. He didn't have a ton of catches. So, like, and then not only that, but 
Since when does everybody like care how many fucking catches the running back gets? <laughs> and he's a two hundred and forty-five pound running back. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think they used him for in college? Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. It's. I Derrick Henry. I don't know how many passes he. I'm not saying he's gonna beat Derrick Henry, but those bigger type guys usually you don't sit there splitting them out wide and having them run routes. Yep. But it, it tell you what, what it makes it makes it really easy to run screen passes to him. Yeah. You know, if you get the defense falling one way, everyone's like, oh shit. And then that dude, you get that big fucker running. He ran a four five three. Yeah. Like everybody acts like this dude's Ron Dane. It's like no, Ron Dane was <laughs> fucking just huge. I wish he was Ron Dane. Yeah. So, Pete, what was your kind of thinking right when they drafted Love? I know we were, we were all. I, I know I was fucking blitzed. I hardly remember it, but we were all sitting in the garage and we had a little insider, little insider trading information coming from a yeah. certain listener um, <laughs> with the Minnesota Vikings uh, <laughs> hierarchy. But uh, I think what was it, Jeff? She texted you. Wow, with a bunch of exclamation points. And I, when I knew they, she texted me, she said, Packers are trading up with the Dolphins. And it actually wasn't even shown on the TV yet. So we're like, okay. And then like a couple minutes later it happened. And then she goes, wow, with a bunch of exclamation points. And I knew it was not going to be Patrick Queen. I don't even know who else we really wanted at that time. <laughs> Ross Blaylock or whatever, the Blaylock guy, or Blacklock. Yeah, okay, Possibly yeah. we would have been mad about him. But, yeah, so <laughs> then I don't really remember. I don't remember like, either, like, what we did. What, I remember, I remember we you and I, champagne. we actually were all, like, I think we were more, sh- I remember just being, like, kind of like, fuck. Like, because I thought, I don't know, I thought the pick was going to be Patrick Queen. Yeah. Who would you think? I was thinking trading up there, going for Patrick Queen as well. Yeah. Um. I guess the last pick in my head <laughs> that I thought they were going to pick was yeah. Love. Um, yeah. I don't, I mean, I understand the reasoning why you have to plan for the future and draft a quarterback. But I'm thinking at this point, you know, if he falls due at 30, okay, take him. I mean, it's a fourth rounder they gave up, but there's a lot of holes you can fill with mid round draft picks. Yeah. Um, Kind of, what was it, yesterday I was sitting there, I'm like, man, it kind of sucks that I don't have that four. Yeah. <laughs> well, then you couldn't, you kind of hamstrung yourself oh, the rest of the draft as far as trading up or trading back. Yeah. You didn't really have any ammunition. I mean, those, those six and sevens, I don't think anyone. No. Really you're, not, you're not really going to be able to move up much giving no. somebody a six. When, especially when they're drafting at the end of the fifth. You're not going to be able to get back into that fourth round unless you're going to look at 2021 stuff. It it seems yeah. like possibly listening to Goot, he possibly tried to trade up a little bit in that first to get one of those receivers, but it sounded like he just nothing could get agreed upon. So yeah, everything I read about what their their idea was is they wanted one of those top receivers if he was going to fall. They couldn't get up high enough, and once they were gone, I think they kind of had their limit set that they didn't grade those guys, so they and, weren't going to just take one. Just Yep, and then Goody, yeah, Goody said in his press conference, he said, we just thought the guys that were there in the mid-rounds were going to actually have a hell of a time making our roster. Yeah. He's like, we weren't just going to draft a receiver just to draft one, and, and and then he dropped, like, every receiver's name that they have, and I'm like, that's actually a good point, like. 
Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> they're probably not cutting cutting MBS. No. And then you got St. Brown. St. Brown. And then Funches is there now. He brought up Malik Taylor. That's a young guy. I think that I know nothing about. Who's but the yeah. guy that they got from the Canadian Football League. He brought him. Oh up yeah, that, yeah. They brought yeah. that one dude. Forgot about that. So I, after he said that, I'm like, that's actually like a good point. If there's no one that you think could bust the roster. It's like, well, why draft a guy this round to try to get on a practice squad? Yeah, that that's why I like too. Yeah, it's like even even Kumaro, he's probably not gonna make the team. This I wouldn't, uh, maybe not. But only reason I think Kumaro might is I think Lafleur likes those blocking receivers. Yeah, and that guy can fucking. But uh, ask Jadavion, how he can block? Yeah, right. Took his ass out. But yeah, I. I don't know. It's just like, kind of like we were talking before we came on air. When you just draft based on need, all you end up fucking doing every goddamn year in the draft then is just, it's like a fucking circle or a wheel. You just keep fucking, every three to four years, you're drafting the same goddamn position. Well, I look back at 2014. So there's a draft class where the Packers took HaHa Clinton Dix first round. I was super jacked up because, one, that filled their biggest hole or need. And two, I thought HaHa was a good player coming out of college at Alabama. Well, here's what happened. HaHa ends up being okay, but not great. I would say he was better than yeah. okay at first. Yeah, I would say his rookie year is probably his best year. And then I don't know what the hell happened. Halfway through his second year, he started to go downhill. Third and fourth, or third and then half the fourth year was just shit. But so that's what happened. You then you so you drafted for the biggest need you had, then it ended up not really working out. So four years later, you still had a hole. Whereas when you take the best player available, if injuries happen, you build up depth. The fucking Packers don't have depth in the 2010 season. They don't win a goddamn Super Bowl with how many fucking injuries they had. Yeah. And Ted Thompson before he. I don't know what the hell he turned into, but <laughs> uh, he always was big on building depth and taking the best player available. So and Maybe some people would be like, Jordan Love was the best person available. Well, maybe on Goody's draft board it was. I, and what I, what I had read, or, or I guess when the reports kind of came out, LaFleur had Jordan Love. Kobe. As kind of like if he got past a certain point, they needed to think about it. And then they also said if he got to one point, he basically was going to demand that they they get him. That they, they get, get him. him. Which yeah, I mean, if you take Jordan Love his sophomore year, look at his numbers. I don't think there's a single person that's you know what complaining about yeah that draft pick. Then obviously last year he wasn't as great. I mean, Jordan Love is going to be a top five draft pick if he had a little bit better of a year. And, well, that's the other thing, is I looked into him more, why he struggled last year. Brand new coaching staff, lost all of his receivers, tight end. You know, like, he lost everybody on offense. So it's like, not only are you playing with a whole new coaching staff, you're then fucking having to play with hey, all was it new Gary Anderson? No, Gary Anderson used to, well, he was, or is he there now again? Oh, okay, he was, he used to be there. Yeah. Okay. Unless I want to say, 
I thought I saw on Twitter someone the Packers drafted that his, their their coach was Gary Anderson. <laughs> but yeah, I doubt he would be back there. Yeah, actually, I don't know. No, yeah, why would he be Gary Anderson at TCU? No, Gary Patterson's at TCU. <sighs> Gary Anderson used to be. He left the Oregon State. Big Bible beater. Yeah, <clears throat> he went to Gary Anderson. Left what the Badgers to go to Oregon State. Oh, okay. But I, actually, now you say it, I think I saw something too. So, did he maybe recruit him? Would that have made sense? Maybe. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I guess my biggest argument against the pick is if you look at the Packers' current build of their roster and current contracts that are going to be coming up in the next year, they're kind of in a win-now mode because they're not going to be able to pay all these players that are coming up. You got Bakhtiari, who's going to get close to $20 million a year. You got Aaron Jones, who's going to get $10 million a year. Kenny Clark... Um, Corey Lindsley, and then you also just haven't been able to stop the run on defense. If your guy that you want in the first round isn't there, you can also trade back and build a little draft equity. I guess that's my biggest argument against the love pick. But say eight years from now, Jordan Love's a starting quarterback for the Packers. There's going to be nobody going back being like, what were we doing? Yeah, he showed something on Twitter, that one guy saying fucking Rodgers in the toilet bowl. And somebody said, what, is the, what are the chances that this guy has an Aaron Rodgers jersey right now? Like, yep. and I put a 100% that guy fucking does. But I would say, like, I understand what you're saying, but with Bakhtiari, they drafted three linemen, not saying all of them are tackles. Right. Aaron Jones, not the same type of running back, but they drafted a running back. Um Tight end, I I I'm actually glad it seems like in that system that they need like an H back yep. type like that. Um, but D line, that's what I'm kind of scratching my head about how they didn't yeah. really address the interior D line. Uh, yeah, I had but no. I guess when you fuck up on Dean Lowry, it's just like yeah. well, you're kind of stuck with him now. <laughs> I had no problem with them taking the three linemen. I just would have liked at least two one way or the other, like two and then one. Like, I didn't think you need to trap three offensive linemen, but. Uh, I think that's probably showing Lane Taylor the door. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing he'll be cut. I'm, I, don't, I guess I don't know a ton about this center from Oregon, but maybe he shows something and maybe Lindsley's also, they're going to let him test the waters. Which, yeah. again, yeah, it's. I wouldn't, I mean, Lindsley's been consistently out there. I wouldn't say he's a dominant center. No, I think when we were talking about that one podcast, I, that NFC Championship game, I'm like, if I see this motherfucker on his ass one more time, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, and I think, yeah, I don't want to say, like, Lindsley, if you put someone in there, is going to do as well. But I also don't think, like, what Lindsley does and what he gets paid, I, I, you know, like, yeah. I think you can move on. I'm just going to bring up the whole receiver thing again. And they couldn't get those top guys. And we, I think we brought this up in a podcast earlier. Is with this type of season, how it's going to go, that receiver is probably going to get zero fucking that's practice. Well, not zero, but right. minimal. Which, like you said, that's one of the hardest positions to transition. Yep. Especially if your route tree in college is horseshit. Cool. So it's like... So it's like, well, fuck, Love's already fucked anyways. You're not expecting anything out of him. No. So, and that's, 
And that that's the other thing, too. Um, you know, like, let's just think back to, like, Devontae Adams. I mean, fuck, I know I was ready to cut his ass. If I was a GM, I would have considered it after his second year. Oh, that was good. Jeez. But, just tipped her. But you know what I mean? Like, it takes two to three years. So, actually, between you guys, I got a few more. It takes, like, two to three years as a receiver, I feel. Yeah, oh, God. The old pace car. He has the old fucking case right by him now. What, what, uh, what flag do you, does a pace car have? Do they have a flag or no? I don't think so. Actually, I was talking to, a, I was telling you guys about this, Chris Fallen, um, oh, yeah. former roommate, yeah. who dropped the line that he said minimum 10 beers, otherwise he's not going to listen. So. Oh, well, you got some work to do then. What do yeah, you that's a good way to have people listen. Yeah. Just give them the old count be like, so they sit there with yeah. their clicker. Shut <laughs> no shit. But no, so that's what I was going to say is, like, it takes some of these receivers, you know, more than two years to get going. And when you're also working with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers who demands those receivers to be perfect. Yeah. Or otherwise you're not getting the fuck Which it helps a little bit in the system. I feel like it's not as much as McCarthy where – it was pretty much you and their quarterback had to be on the same page. It seems like a floor at least runs actual plays. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was going to say, I feel like everyone's got like a route, you know, in every play. They, they got a certain route they're going to run. And I, I'm not saying that Jordan, I mean, because I know we kind of dogged on Jordan Love early. I'm not saying he's great, but I kind of understand why they did it. I don't know. I think I, I went back and listened to what we said. We, I think we, well, I didn't really, but sort of. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I kind of forgot what I said now. But I think what we this tried. This episode is brought to yeah. you by PBR. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I think what we meant to say was we wouldn't mind if he got drafted in the first round and got to sit behind somebody. We weren't necessarily saying for the Packers, but I think we were saying more so like we don't think this, we don't think this guy can get drafted first, like top ten come in and save a franchise. Yeah. I think that's... We didn't say it that way, but I think that's what we were getting at. So... Because I know some people are like, well, you fucking hated Jordan Love. I'm like, you're right. I knew jack shit about Jordan Love. That's why I don't get that pissed about the NFL draft because I don't do a ton of research. And I don't get invested in these guys. Right. Because I think that's... That's why everyone thinks I hated Jordan Love because I said... I said something like, I'm not... We're not going to waste our too much time on this guy, like, this Mountain West bullshit or small school bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like basically what I was telling you guys, I think it was Friday, that I always tell myself, I'm not going to get too invested in any of these players. <laughs> yep. And then, you know, the draft starts, it's even worse than this, where there's nothing else going on. Right. Yeah. That you just start no looking NBA into playoffs. some of these players, like, God, no this baseball. middle linebacker could really tear it up for the Packers. And then all of a sudden, you, you have about 15 bush lights. Yeah. The draft's happening, and then the quarterback comes, and I don't know. I Yeah. I, it's still, I would love for him to make me a believer in yeah. years. Yeah. That's why, like, some of these quick draft ratings that they give out, mm-hmm. you know, I saw one guy had the Packers ranked 32nd as a D. You know, you have yep. the middle of the line of C's. If Jordan Love turns out to be a 10-year NFL starter for the Packers, Nobody ever goes back and, like, digs up these draft grades and says, okay, you guys gave them a D because they drafted this quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's funny because I look back to what people said in the 2005 draft when the Packers took Rodgers. 
it was why like Brett Favre's still under contract. Why would you draft the quarterback? He's not going to make an impact. This and that. Nick Collins, second round pick. Why in the hell would you take a guy out of Bethune Cookman, some small ass? Nick Collins, yeah. Bethune Cookman. And now he's a, he well not now, but he would have been probably a Hall of Famer if he if doesn't not, get it. Definitely Packer Hall. Yeah, for sure. well he's already in there. Oh, they already put him in there. Yeah. Actually, we were in Green Bay for Winch's wedding when they yep. put him in. So when we saw we saw Pete's boy Tremont. Oh yeah. Quito uh, <laughs> almost had to go use his fucking room because well, you guys locked her out. That wasn't me. I passed out. Well, you're Petey, part of it. Petey did. Actually, you should have heard that voicemail. Jeff, can you please let your wife into the hotel room? Like it's Man, not. You guys are fuck ups. I wake up the next morning like Quito's sleeping next to me. I was like, I thought I'm like, what the hell? And then. And she like wakes up, she's pissed off. She's Why like, were you confused? Your wife was sleeping next <laughs> no. to you. Well, no, no, no. There, there, there <laughs> she was four other dudes in the room, so oh. you figured something. Well, no, she was right up with the alley. She was so mad. Yeah, right. She was so mad that I don't know. And I'm like, what did I do? And then she's like, some or PD locked me out of the hotel room, and then we all passed out. In my defense, <laughs> after Winch's wedding, we get back to the hotel. Oh, to bring up another guy that shithead Pratt. Steve Pratt throws me into the pool, full suit. You think Steve Pratt's ever done anything wrong in his entire life in his own mind? No, I don't think so either. So then we we ended up uh, douchebag. <laughs> that song, Steve Polonopolis or whatever, Adam. You're a big fucking dick. <laughs> we ended up partying for a while. We get back to the hotel room, and Quita says she's going down to get some food. And I said, oh, nice, get me something. And she basically tells me to fuck off. So then I uh, I said, all right, put the old chain on the, <laughs> chain on the door. Next thing you know, I pass out, wake up, 8 in the morning. I'm in the same boat. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I, I woke up. I'm like, why are you so mad? Well, I don't get it. Oh, boy. That's a sh- that fucking my shirt started on fire too that way. <laughs> Probably God's way of saying you have trashy clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And actually, actually, shout out former guest. Yeah, Eamon. It was well, it was like right after I bought my house. Eamon left that shirt behind. God, I, you are such and I trash. fucking wore it to that wedding, and then it started on fire in a candle. Somebody sent a picture <laughs> of that to me, and I'm just like, that shirt needed to be fucking burned. Yeah. So yeah, I guess. Eamon, you left it behind for a reason, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, God damn, that was a... Remember, that was when we had the over-under on how long Steve Pratt's speech would go? Best man speech? And I remember I was like, I'll go last. Because I just said, no matter what, whoever had the highest, I was bidding one second <laughs> over him. And that motherfucker spoke for, like, what, 20 minutes? Kobe! And, oh, damn. Just rambling on about God knows what, but fuck. So, yeah. One thought process I had on the whole Love Rogers things is, so, of course, Rogers is here for the, for the future. Right. Why not draft a guy? I, I think Rogers is one of the smarter quarterbacks around, and Jordan Love could learn a lot from him. So, if you get a year or two extra to get a younger guy under Rogers' quote-unquote wing, I don't know if he's going to yep. how he's going to handle it, but use Rogers' Like intellectual, well, kind of, <laughs> and not, not even that. I think it's kind of like what Aaron Rodgers said. What he used to get the most out of watching Brett Favre was when how the defense would react when Favre would throw just a ridiculous pick. 
Yeah. You know, he said like he, he caught on little things. Point, yeah. You know, like just little things like how how the team, you know, thought or shit like that. And the other thing I want to bring up too. So okay, so right now the gap between Rogers and Love is pretty big, right? Bet you I know something that could fill it. <laughs> My dick. Well, maybe in four years when it's a little smaller. <laughs> yeah, right. That thing's only getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, so hopefully what happens after this year is that gap starts to close a little bit the year after because Rogers is going to get older, Love's going to get more experience. So basically what I'm thinking, within four years, that gap should be damn near even, kind of like what I felt like it was with Rogers and Favre. And then when it's time – and this is, this is all hypothetical. Aesthetically thinking, if Jordan Love fucking develops, is a smart guy, and, you know, is catching on to shit. If, it, if he doesn't, well then, fuck. Yeah, it was a waste of a fucking draft pick. Mm-hmm. And that, Goody might be gone. Yeah, Goody, yeah, exactly. I mean, Goody kind of put his balls on the table. To, and that's, that's the move out of Goot there. Yep. Goot signed Rodgers to the extension. I know, every, like... No, whatever GM took that position was going to do the same yeah, thing. Right? Yeah. But he signed Rodgers to that extension, and then he does this very same draft where he picks his quarterback and then kind of makes the decision to draft how they did. Yeah. If two years from now things go south, I mean, he's going to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and that's the thing. So that's why I don't even know why Packer fans are upset. It's like, Goody's. If anything, if this is a terrible draft, yeah, then he fucking dug his own grave. Mm-hmm. So, LeFleur might have gone with him. And LeFleur might have to jump in and his fucking dick-grabbing kid will have to bury him. Yeah. <laughs> and that was also... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love how everybody I, made it seem like the, that meme, like, whatever Matt LeFleur said. Yeah, I didn't make the pick. It's like, no, dude, you have to put your hands up. You're fucking... There's going to be a lot of Steve Pratt... Shout out to this podcast. We, we didn't want to give him any. Yeah, we because did, but he was it, the one that initially just jumped in and said, "Did you guys all see Goose Kid or Lafleur's uh, Kid?" <laughs> yeah, and well, then he sends the video. That's all. That's all. Pratt fucking knows. He's always staring at that little kid's junk. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! What a creep profile. <laughs> but uh, another thing I thought about was the Rogers thing. Like, do you ever think maybe the management came up to Rogers and said, "How do you feel about the wide receivers?" And Rodgers might have said, who knows? I feel confident in the group we have that we can do okay. I actually really don't think management talks to Aaron Rodgers that much. The other thing... I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but... I mean, if if that's the case, I don't think they're looking at him for suggestions, but you got to think management talks to your... If you're paying a guy that much money... quarterback. He's your... Your top paid employee. You don't think there are zero conversations he's, with he's Rodgers getting, about the wide receiver? He's getting a little bit of input there. And this is where the other part of it is things that we don't know. There has been rumors where Aaron Rodgers does not want to play until he's... Well, yeah, because he's a smart dude. He doesn't just rely on football. So maybe Rodgers kind of threw out the line like, hey, three years is what I got. Or and that's yeah. something that's not going to come into light until... And it's not like fucking Rodgers had a Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes season last year. I understand no. it's still Aaron Rodgers, and I, I think other than the two I named, I would take them yeah, over that, anyone else, but... 
Everybody just looks at that money situation, I feel like, and they think just because you make that much money, you're that good. Mm-hmm. Well, I, there's a lot of, I'll tell you right now, there's a, I can name probably four or five quarterbacks that take over his ass right now. Yeah. They get paid less than him. But, but yeah, I'm just thinking maybe he was just, maybe management came up and said, hey, we're looking to maybe pound the ball more, which will help you, I think, if you have even a stronger run game. Right. But, I don't But I would be curious, though, like you said, I, I would be curious to see if the management does really talk to him. Yeah. Because, like LaFleur said, they they didn't talk to him about drafting love, which I guess I'm, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I really am curious. We don't really know. In my opinion, that would just be a complete mismanagement by the Packers. To not you're, get your quarterback to pay you're literally, I mean, your top, your top paid employee, who you're investing all this into, right? Like, and I kind of look at drafting love as they probably had a game plan to do it. I don't know if I necessarily would have brought that to Rogers because I'd been like, dude, this might not even fucking happen. Why even put that thought into Rogers' head? True. So then. All of a sudden, it's just like, holy shit, this guy's fucking falling. We can implement our plan we had. And, yeah, we're definitely going to have to maybe talk to our starting quarterback. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think really this whole the whole love situation just we'll see in three years. We'll see in four mm-hmm. years. years. And, like I said on Friday, if Aaron Rodgers were to get hurt, the situation has happened, you know, we're not maybe at this point going to completely sell the house. I think my, my brother may have just been kind of fucking around. Because I, I texted a few of my buddies. I'm going to get to their text later in the episode what they kind of thought about the draft. But he said, um, Rodgers gets hurt this year and Jordan Love comes in and we don't see Rodgers again. <laughs> I said I screenshot it and made sure I got the date date right. He said, I'm, I'm the first one to say it. So How many times has Alex Smith been replaced? Uh, yeah, actually, is Al Smith like doing okay? I like have not heard that name at all. As long as he doesn't lose his leg, I think. Yeah, no, they, they, they like, showed him he was at a game and he's not, not playing football. That's for sure. Yeah, that, oh. Oh, that knee was or leg. Oh. Yeah, but uh, actually, I want to talk about Dan here for a second. Tell tell him <laughs> telling me that I lost my G a long time ago. And he called you a hack. And a hack, yeah. I, I want to, I want to tell, say something to Dan here. Nice, that's a good looking shot. Me and Pete Hey Dan, I want you to do me a favor. Now I'm gonna steal a line here from The Rock. Oh! <laughs> I want you to shine that G up, oh, real nice, and shove it straight up your candy ass. <laughs> because The Rock said so. Even though I used that from Stone Cold right there, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, he... Um, Just kidding, Dan. Big brother that, calling you out. That was pretty... I laughed pretty hard oh, at yeah. that. That was... With that hack. <laughs> when when people said... When, he always does that with my family sometimes. Yeah. Like, texting. He'll, yeah. he'll try to set me up pretty good there. Like, I'm like, okay, that... The text Dan just sent, he was laughing the whole time. Yep, He's like, yep. oh, I need a reaction. Yeah. So, I, was, I, I got a good laugh out of it. Told you to grow up. Yeah. <laughs> But Frey, like, probably took him for, like, for real, though. Like, he's like, oh, man, this guy gets the red. Actually, Frey and I were FaceTiming when he, we did it. He's like, dude, Dan Harkey, like, you guys got a nickname for him or anything? Or, and I was like, actually, you know, I don't huh. even know. We don't, like, it's just Dan, right? 
Yeah. That's all I ever called him. I said, I, if you do say something back, just put hashtag pizza ranch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I like that. <laughs> and Brent's like, I don't get it. I said, or just say something about Bob Catalina. And he's like, oh, shit. And he's like, wait a second. Who is, but Frey didn't know who Bob Catalina was. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the episode. Well, I guess when you have 55 Twitter accounts, 85 podcasts. And, yeah. Uh, and follows himself on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, likes his own, and likes his own comments and retweets them. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, actually, he fucking told me the other day. He's like, dude, would you seriously stop brainwashing my dad? Because... And I said, well, because his dad texted me on uh, Thursday night right after, and I said, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm shocked, but I said, at the same time, it takes fucking nuts to do this. Take, it takes nuts and balls to fucking pull off a draft pick like that. Oh, yeah. And then I said, because, but if you did it, if he didn't, or Ted Thompson didn't do it back in 05, Packers probably don't win a Super Bowl in 2010. Yeah. Right? Because you're throwing all the chips in. For Brett Favre's final hurrah, and if you do that, look at the fucking Broncos. They did that with Peyton Manning. Guess what? They haven't fucking made the playoffs since they won a Super Bowl. Did you just guarantee a Packers Super Bowl in 2025? Super Bowl 60. Here we come. Weren't we talking about that? That somebody brought up to Zarecki that, well, you're eventually going to have to extend love. Yes, just like they had to do Rodgers. Right. But he doesn't have the... Four or five years at some rookies, What's like stats-wise, so, to kind of get high-end money. So then, Love, you're going to have to extend him and give him a little bit of money if he's good. Kobe. That's, I think that's your window when you got... Well, the, the window right before you extend him, if whenever he starts, and then the window after. So you're still going to be able to... It's a little more salad or cap-friendly than kind of a yeah. top so you're, tier. You're going to pay him more than what his rookie deal was. If you have Aaron Rodgers start for, uh, what, four or five years? But what the Packers did with Aaron Rodgers, his first year of starting, right after they traded Favre, they extended Rodgers to a five-year contract for $50 million, which we all know by in four years from now, Jordan Love's going to make a lot more than that. Just yeah. the quarterback prices are going to shoot up through the fucking roof. So it's probably going to be like a five-year deal for 85 to 90 mil probably. Yeah. But that's going to be half of what, at least half of what the quarterbacks are going to be, the top paid quarterbacks are going to be making. To a, yep, like, like all those guys. Because like when Rodgers, I don't know what exactly he was when the Packers won the Super Bowl, but he had to have been maybe in the top 20 to 15 range. Yeah. I but, would think so. There's so you're going to, so that's, a, that's the other, that's another big risk. Basically this whole thing is a risk that you're confident in is going to work out. Because you're going to have to pay him more than his rookie deal, but you better damn hope he p- performs, right? Yeah. Because if he doesn't, now you're fucked. But, well, then I guess it comes down to what are your guys' opinion on it? It's so hard to like have a strong opinion just because I'm like, I just want to... That's why I try not to get too high or low... Like, even on Rashawn Gary, it's like, okay, one year he did kind of suck. He he might be a guy that looks great working out but just can't produce on the – but I'm like, I kind of – I liked I – like, I liked it long-term. I'm kind of a long-term Packer fan. Me and Z have said this. I'll say it right here. I don't give a flying fuck if Rodgers gets another Super Bowl yep. ring. 
I, I don't care. I want the Packers to get one, but I don't think you have to get Aaron Rodgers one. And then strictly one. Yeah. This is kind of off topic, but I'm kind of thinking, how did John Elway get his two Super Bowls? When he played? Yeah. They, a running uh, back that, of course, wasn't drafted in the second round. I'm not comparing yeah. Terrell Davis to A.J. Dillon, but he had a damn strong running back. Who yeah. was the coach? Shanahan. Oh, Kyle Shanahan yeah. is his son. Same system. Yeah. Fucking Sean McVay, kind of same system. Matt LaFleur. Taking an older quarterback and kind of – you don't want a fucking upper 30s quarterback to have to carry the entire load for a team. No. So that's what I'm just saying. I'm kind of getting off topic for, that you asked me about the Jordan Love. But the way this draft went, I kind of liked. It looks like – Mean potatoes. Yes. It's, it's, yeah. I, I just – That's why like he's got the <laughs> yeah, Omaha – Pete beat. has an Omaha beat football shirt on right now. So, yeah, he, fuck. Goddamn Gutenkust might give you a call for undrafted free agent. <laughs> <laughs> he saw some UWL films. Yeah. Hopefully he didn't watch the point game. Oh. <laughs> that's a shout-out to Brian Heinz. Is Hint still up in the blocks Kobe. right now? <laughs> I think PD blocked Hint so fucking far on one play they were up in the bluffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? That's the rumor around town, Pete. Hint was talking about you man. Cox moment. Oh, it's a oh. man. Okay. <laughs> Those are some damn good UWL football years. Oh, yeah. Are Maybe the drinking team and the eating pizza <laughs> that bar time team. <laughs> Win? Ah, uh, <laughs> hey, oh, fucking who cares about win? I, you know what? They were the classic example of the win or lose, we still booze. You know they, <laughs> I like that. That's good. But uh, it's tough to say if I like it or not. Nah, like, well, and that's, and that's that's just it too. It's like, yeah, I think. Well, we'll know in four or five years. And, and I don't want to act like I know a lot about Jordan Lux. Yeah, I don't <laughs> either. Like I like I said two or weeks ago or whatever it was. I'm not even gonna watch any film on this guy because I, you know, I've seen a few plays which whatever highlights are highlights. Yeah, they don't show all the picks he threw, but a guy has a fucking arm. And so at least he has a talent. That's Hopefully why. He can groom him. And that's why, like, if we strictly base it off of what happened last year with him, like we you, didn't. Mo, I think Mo, I'm not comparing him to Mahomes. Chill out. But did Mahomes have a shit ton of picks this senior year? I think so. Well, they didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl. They they ran on, I mean, a different offense, obviously, with Mahomes than Utah State. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Different yeah. people around him at where he was than Utah State. I guess, like, some of the things I saw was just, you know, there were things for Jordan Love to work on. Oh, yeah. Well, you got LaFleur, who well, is going to be able to work directly with this guy for three years. Who knows? And that's the best part, though, about this is, is I – like let's just say if let's say if Aaron Rodgers gets drafted number one overall in 05. Is Aaron Rodgers even in the NFL anymore? Yeah. Huh? But you know uh, what I mean? I like if you, no, but, I, but I'm saying like if you look back at Aaron Rodgers, the way you used to, I mean you could fix this on the fly too. His mechanics were shit. Yeah. Like at Cal, and I don't even know if Aaron Rodgers necessarily knew how to read a defense. And Aaron Rodgers was used to fucking just kind of chuck it around a little bit more. But now that when he saw how Favre would just make dumb plays, then he said, the one thing I realized is throwing it away is better than throwing an interception. Yeah. AJ, remember when Hawk asked him that? Yeah. It, it's just so funny sometimes. Rodgers is, because Hawk's such a goofball, and Rodgers is yeah. funny in his own way, but in like... It's like sarcastic. 
Oh, that's sarcastic. He's know. like dry humor. Yeah. And Hawk's just hilarious. And he asked him, and he's like, I don't know. I just don't throw it to the other team and throw it to mine. Yeah. My favorite reaction, though, was on that McAfee-Hawk live stream when that oh, I didn't. just went off the deep end. I was like, that's probably the rage I was going through. If I had a mic in front of me right there, it would have been the exact same thing. I mean, he was calling for people to show up at Goot's house and throw bricks through the window. And that's how you were feeling? At first? Yeah. I mean, you were Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Me and Dean are being deep. I was all. Right? Our feeling, we could be totally wrong. I, it was I just, just like having PD on yeah. Because, well, Steve Pratt, here you go. He fucking, yeah. he, actually, me and Z are kind of like one person, and we sometimes argue with PD. It's just like, yeah. we're kind of twins against uh, older yeah. brother or something. It's a size thing. <laughs> Two on one, handicap match. But, well, and that's the thing, though, too. It's like, I don't think I'm going to sit here and say I love the pick. Is that pun intended? Yeah, right? Yeah. Kobe. Oh, speaking of stupid ass, dude, he's been he's been on. He's been he's been dialed in. Speaking of stupid ass shit, I saw on Twitter, not that whatever, but um, someone said you realize the Packers quarterbacks right now are A Rod, yeah. and J Lo. Pete's or that was Praise guy, uh, Andy Herman. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Nah, he's a good guy. He's he, a good he guy. He seems like he knows his shit. Actually, you know, my brother told me to start following some ex teacher. Um, I, I gotta look up his name. You guys should... A Spash? No, no, oh, he's not a Spash. He, he's like an ex-teacher that... I was that, like, your boy Paul Merman? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> he was always more of a Marcy guy. Yeah. Tom Grossi. Follow him. He, he is like YouTube Live. I guess he, break, he broke down every pick, and he, he was all drunk for that fucking tight end pick. <laughs> yeah. Why does every... You know... Okay, so everybody hates on that tight end pick because they like Freilich was trying to tell me he only had eleven hundred yards receiving in his career. I go, well, guess what? He had more than Travis Kelsey. Well, that I guess the issue with the tight end pick is a lot of the talking heads had him projected to go further back. But true, obviously, with the move the Packers made getting rid of their fourth-round draft pick, if that's the guy they wanted, you got to take him at three because I don't know if he's going to be back there. In the fifth. In the fifth. And then the other thing. Way back in the fifth. So if that's the guy that they wanted, who – and that yeah, that's the thing. They took, like Zia kind of said, this whole fucking draft was kind of a risk. I mean, that fucking Dylan, if his body shot. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, 845 carries a lot of a lot of touches. At least he's a big body, and yeah. seems like he can take that kind of. And he's and he's not going to come into like coming to Green Bay and need to carry the ball 30 hey, times a game. You know what? I I thought when I saw him running, I saw a little. Just thinking back of like when you watch running backs in the 80s, I saw a little Eric Dickerson where he'd run away, Ooh. and then I saw a little bit of. Earl Campbell when he'd fucking just start throwing dudes up. Yeah. I, I, if he didn't get a touch of any of that, well, I'd be happy. You know what I was thinking about? I saw him fucking just, like, Reggie White fucking club a dude yeah. on one video, and I'm like, if you run that violent in today's NFL, guys are going to make business decisions. Oh, get yeah. The fuck out of yeah, the way. Yeah, you see that every week. Where you know what I'm like, saying? Well. Like, Earl Thomas last year in the playoff game against the Titans – 
where he mm-hmm. had his back to Derrick Henry because he's like, I ain't fucking, I'll box this motherfucker out, but I ain't tackling him. There'll be there'll be cornerbacks that see him coming and they'll just, oh yeah, ah. it'll be one of those, it'll dive right at the feet. And that's uh, that's all they're doing, like. Kind of Dave. Oh yeah. Oh, my fucking farts have just stopped from my four day bender. Oh, yeah. Josh Harkey drinking White Claw. What would Tiger King have to say about you? Well, he ain't that straight then. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rico fucking texted me. He wanted to chuck cards again last night. And I made. Speaking of business decisions, I, I made one. I'm like, I've been on a four day fucking grinder. Not even a grinder. I guess Wednesday we just had the podcast, but. Right. I'm like, I, I'm going to nod, and he's just like, that's what he said back. Well, you ain't that straight then. I said, well, the way my fucking asshole feels from all the shits I've been taking, yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it if something snuck up there. <laughs> yeah, that, but, that... um, And then I want to bring this up. Marco fucking texted me and was wondering about the draft, and I'm just, it's tough when someone asks me. I'm like, I, I don't know. I can have my opinion, whatever. And he's like, I just don't get the... The running back pick, I said, what do you think when they drafted Eddie Lacy in the first, second, same second, round, yeah. almost the same position? And he's like, well, that's a good point. Everyone was jacked up. Well, the other thing is, too, is I don't understand why you can't have three fucking running backs. Fucking 49ers had four last year. They, they just traded one because they realized they weren't going to be able to resign. They, yeah, why would you not want to have depth with the position that gets banged up probably the most? Maybe other than offensive line. And, and the way we were talking, Lafleur's offense is meant to have multiple. I think a lot of yeah. twenty-one personnel. You know, I gotta admit, last year the four games that I think were my favorite of the whole season was when Adams missed the four games. Not everyone I, kept bringing that up. Sorry it, to cut you off. No, about like Devontae getting hurt. Because I felt like Jones and Williams got used so differently. And I don't expect us first game of the year to come out like the fucking Bears did with three backs all in the backfield. But I wouldn't be shocked if all of a sudden you got fucking split backs, one guy goes out in motion into the slot or out wide. Because guess what? Okay, here's the other thing. You have multiple backs in the game at one time, split back. You send one out wide, like all the way out. As a defense, you got two choices. Either fucking... Send the linebacker out there, which if you do that, what's that show? Man. Man. Mm-hmm. If you send the corner out there, what's that show? Zone. So now, Aaron Rodgers, smart dude, he can now dissect, okay, so now they're in zone. What zone are they in? Are they bringing, you know, yeah. all this different shit. I think there's so many little things that fucking can go on with shit like that that people don't think about, which is why I think having these two backs, or having the, the A.J. Dillon... Uh, Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones. Like, I think you can use this as a rotation between the three. And I mean, running backs. Aaron Jones isn't a workhorse. He's not a guy no. you want carrying the ball twenty, twenty-five. And times Jamal and Jamal Williams. That shoulder. I don't know. It seems like that's always dinged up. Seems like there was a philosophy in this draft, and they're gonna look to pound the rock. Hell yeah! Which I'm and fine with. I like a lot that. of people say like, oh, the, I mean, I'm one of them. The defense, you know, they got torched. Another way to help the defense by running the is ball is if you're able to control the clock. So point and out. and you know what else? I just feel like teams that run the ball, that defense feeds off that offense running the ball, and they all of a sudden, like you said, more rest, more. Maybe the Darius or Preston get a little 
strip sack action and my other thought is help us right? out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Who was that? Who said that? Like how many sacks they had? They really didn't have that many strip. Was that you, Pete? Yeah. yeah. They really didn't have that many like strip sacks. And if we are listening to Blake Martinez, <laughs> the the middle the, the middle linebacker <laughs> position in Green Bay doesn't fucking care who's there because they just filter through their superstars. So yep. They, and not addressing that position, well, you know what? I'm, maybe I'm, that's yeah. why. Maybe they're just filtering through Preston and Zadarius. I I really hope the Packers. Actually, I don't know. They, you know, I kind of just realized that Tremont Williams actually isn't signed. They were, I, I heard they, they were, gonna, I th- heard they were going to wait till after the draft to kind of make a decision. They had to pick him up a new walker. Oh, <laughs> well, whatever they do, they get him ready by September. Jesus, yeah, that fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How. I thought his career was dead mm-hmm. five years ago. He just stayed in I, such good shape. I thought, yeah, I thought the last play we were ever going to see him play was that touchdown he gave up the curse. I thought that was it. But something hilarious on Twitter to bring it back to Eddie Lacy. Yeah. Somebody oh, fucking was, said yeah, somebody good. searched results for under AJ Dillon's Twitter account and they looked for the word Chinese food yeah. and zero results came up. So <laughs> Dude, I would also like to bring up a rumor about a Georgia kicker and Parky's oh, yeah. wife. Yeah. Oh yeah. But she asked me about that. She's like, What the fuck does Pete is Pete talking about it like, oh, he probably means you want to bang this fucking loser? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that P- Pete's going to go buy his jersey out, go to Black and Ship. Is that his name? Rodrigo, Rodrigo. Do <laughs> you see what I tweeted? Yeah. <laughs> I saw yeah. it like, oh, God. Fucking French. <laughs> to the French code, the third round, can we just already take Rodrigo and end it? Can we just take, can, can we just take Crosby's fucking backup and call it a day? Kobe. Oh, Jesus dude. Christ! Uh, may, maybe it's that position. Maybe yeah, we I have a, I got a nice line here. Yeah, we switched uh, Pete's spot kind of on the podcast where he sits. So yeah, should we get to all the other picks? I mean, everyone that listens to this podcast knows the fucking picks, but we can kind of maybe go through them. I you know I kind of took some notes down on some of them just. So I had them all written yeah, down. Oh, I'll fucking let you roll with it then. Kobe! Oh, like I said I earlier, the tight end they took in the third. The biggest drag on him was that they were thinking he was going to go later, but... Yeah. I, I didn't even... Not that numbers are huge, but does he run all right? I watched some highlights. He looked pretty decent, actually. Four seven two. Okay. You know what? Not afraid to block. Yeah, I was going to say. So you said the H-back, right? So kind of like fullback tight end. So... That means now Sternberger, because he was kind of filling that role late last year, now you can kind of just throw him strictly at tight end. Why would you want two tight ends? What team has ever won yeah. anything with two really yeah. decent tight Indianapolis ends? Indianapolis Colts like, they always did that, right? Oh, or the, yeah. the Patriots, if one of them yeah. would kill someone. Or um, they took you know, maybe, maybe many a team people. that was playing in the Super Bowl yeah. Yeah. that lost last year. Yeah. They kind of like tight ends. Before, I don't want me to cut you off here, Pete. But I was thinking the biggest surprise at tight end for me was actually a guy that didn't get drafted at all. Oh, yeah, Moss. That is Moss. I was shocked, actually. I didn't think he looked that fast. No, he's play. huge, but he's not that I mean, but I don't you think he's look a good at blocker. people were drafted <laughs> off that LSU's offense? Like, yeah. I mean, you would have thought for sure he would have been. I, I was just kind of shocked. Do you think teams might have been like, dude, he was just good because they, they had to pick and choose yeah. who to fucking leave open? Well, they were even saying, like, 
the LSU Kobe. corner that was drafted. You fucking little bitch. <laughs> that there's, I mean, the the best corner in the nation right now was a freshman for LSU last year. Sam actually, guys are saying that about uh, the receiver too. That was a Jamar Chase. Yeah. So just, yeah. yeah, they have these great players, and eventually the defense and the offense have to go against one person or another. Right. But so tight end pick, I think it fits a need. It fills a need. They're, they don't have the Packers have a fullback right now. No, no. And I think so the fullback or that H back kind of position is in Lafleur's offense. So. And I think I I personally would rather have um, a tight end type. Being in that fullback to be able to run like either that uh, a few routes out of that rather than a fullback, right? Because it's somebody that's a lot yeah. more natural, like yeah, yeah, like the wheel route or something. Or um, next pick, they took Kamal Martin, linebacker, Minnesota. Shut I not, I'm gonna tell you, I did a little research, and the research was let's see a stat line: two tackles for a loss. 80 tackles. I don't know. Kind of seems like the kind of guy that would be special teamer. Yeah. And that, that's where the, he's going to start. The best off. part was is I read his scouting report too, and I go, oh, well, fuck. We just need to be just drafted Blake Martinez's fucking replacement. Plug and play. <laughs> like, I mean, but I, that's the other thing too, though, is I don't necessarily think if Raven Green comes back healthy, Kirksey's going to be there. Kirksey's going to be there. Start. And, and that's then, the one good thing about Warren Warren Burks Burks is still there. You know what? Unfortunately, Mike, they have to see something. Yeah, well, that's what Mike Clement said the other day. He goes, "This is this is it." Oren Burks. He goes, "It's either either fucking is a starter with Kirksey or he's done." Well, like, I don't know if you saw on Twitter a former Packer great that you mm-hmm. guys definitely loved, Mike Daniels. Oh, God. Dude, you Reason. see what he fucking no, did? Yeah, I did. Tell me. I wanted you, to fucking tell Hashtag, you. did you fucking see that? Yeah. I want to hear it. He basically said, oh, B's a, he's a dog. He, he'll be ready to go. Oh, and yeah. He, just he went, went year by year, like, what they like what he accomplished and what they thought he would. And, and then they're like, oh, some, like, he brought up a Pro Bowl or something. I'm like, dude, you fucking dumb fuck. Mike Daniels is terrible. Someone's like, let's go, Mike, come back to Green Bay. I don't know, maybe on a cheaper deal, and if he fucking got some duct tape over his mouth, I'd... If you could get McNasty back in Green Bay, paying him... Yeah, Jack shit, that's true. But can can we tell him to shut the fuck up? That's what I think. I think the Smith brother would be like... And he loses $500,000 for every personal The the Smith brothers, (laughs) what I read... Remember when we were driving to Ship's wedding, and I told you, like, an article I read? I don't know if you were were listening at all, but, like, how the Packers are going to probably maybe try to trade Daniels or cut him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the main reason was, is, like, the Smith brothers basically told him to shut the fuck up and, like... OTAs and minicamps, like said, we don't give a shit what's been going on here. This is our locker room. Well, I mean, when when Zadarius came in, I think Zadarius was going to be the the guy, the leader. And I think Mike Daniels is just that big fucking loudmouth piece of shit. Yeah. That fucking wants to blame everybody else when really it's like look in the mirror, you dumb motherfucker. Like, ah. Yeah. But no, I agree. If you can tell that dumb fucker to shut up and fucking... Did he get cut by the Lions? Or that was just a one-year deal he signed. Oh. I'm just going to bring up a listener, Matt Trigalis. I texted a few of my buddies. Trig. 
just to um, what see what they thought of the draft. Can you give a congratulations to Treg? Oh, yeah, winning the challenge. Oh, yeah, well, he was one of the winners. He was tied for the highest, but... Who else uh, beat you guys as well? One of Eamon's buddies. I don't know. He's probably a bitch-drinking White Claw douchebag. <laughs> Any, anybody that is currently on the... Uh, no, I don't think so, right? No, I don't see anybody. Yeah. Not no. in this garage. Oh, that, that, that's why fucking Pete wanted a shout-out. Yeah, he wanted yeah. us to give him a He did beat us. He did. Our, our draft was garbage. Like yeah. we said, we. I'm glad I said I, I suck at mock drafts and I didn't talk our... But, yeah, we got our dicks kicked and we didn't do very well. Nope. Which I'm not surprised. I don't do... I do... Even when I do my own full round mock, I think I finished... Last and shifts thing the last five years. Yeah. I fucking suck at that shit. He, he said about the tight end, though, just to go back real quick. Sorry yep. to backtrack. Uh, he would have liked a, a true tight end, which I think, I do agree with him. I don't think this guy, but I think Sternberger's going to go back to that more true tight end type in that, um, I what is it, Josiah Regario? Or, <laughs> sounds right. Just uh, Degara. Degara. I think he'll be more of that H-back type. You know, and I think back to some of the tight ends, too, that just because you're labeled as a tight end doesn't mean you have to be hand-in-the-ground fucking, you know, playing or whatever. You can still run a seam, be in the slot. Yeah, yeah. Or be the H-back. I don't know. What else? Did Trey, Trey have anything else to say? Um, yeah, I'll kind of... He pretty much, honest. I just don't want to repeat what he said. He said he doesn't think the Packers are paying Jones. No, I don't either. Well, and if you are, which is a good thing, because I think that means that you're going to get a whole hell of a lot more creative with the way he's being used. Receiver, he said everyone they wanted was gone. I agree with that. Old tackle got what they needed. So, yeah, he he pretty much is kind of – I wanted to have a few – like uh, pissed off people, like Nate yeah. It, even I, te- that's why I texted Arm. I'm like that fuckers, but he kind of compared to like the people who he thought killed the draft, like the Ravens and what the Broncos, the Eagles. But you know the other thing is too, like so I'm reading all these goddamn reviews, who's all getting A's and A plus or A minuses. Um, you know, like the Detroit Lions, A. Well, the Detroit Lions, the Cleveland Browns, the New York Jets, a lot of these teams get fucking B-pluses, A-minuses all the fucking time. Because they draft the earliest player. The Vikings got a the Vikings got an A-minus from the one I saw because they had 15 selections. That was the main thing they went off. How much like, scouting did the Lions have to do for Jeff Akuda? Like, Yeah. Yeah, we're drafting him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, we watched a little film. And then you look at, like, the Vikings. Um, one of my buddies came up and he's like, he's like, yeah, I like the draft picks, but... I don't know if these two guys that we drafted replaced Diggs. Like, he goes, would I want, rather have Diggs than Jefferson? I'd rather have Diggs. Hell yeah. So, like, yeah, it fit a need, but... It, it fit a need, but yeah, Jefferson not might not replace what Diggs does for a few years. Yeah. Right. And Armo also kind of said that, that a lot of what he was hearing was that the guys that they drafted were a round or two too early. Which we said though, once you make that gamble on Jordan Love, yeah. you got some guys you're gonna have to take them a little early. Yeah. And and then which I agree with, um, I think they drafted guys that will fit Lafleur's offense, and he said time will only tell. So I agree with yeah, him. Yeah. I think 
It, it's a different type of draft than we're used to with McCarthy and Ted Thompson. And when you hit round six, I think that's when you start start picking up the beat. Oh, yeah. I agree, actually. I would, yeah. I prefer that in every draft. When it's six and seven, you just go line. I think those, yeah, those beat. You get beat. You know what? And the hardest thing, the reason why I like that when you draft those guys late, the hardest thing for those big dudes to do is to be fucking playing hard every play, right? Which is why some of the best offense linemen are drafted after the fourth round because those dudes got their minds like, fuck you, fuck these first rounders, fuck these second rounders, I'm going to outwork these yeah. motherfuckers. Because half the time, that's, that's half the battle, being that big. And that, you know, you got to be willing to work hard every play. I was going to ask you guys, I saw this on Twitter, um, two Packers, one's a current Packer offense lineman and one is no longer with the Packers. Drafted pick 109. Both of them were? Yep. Bakhtiari and TJ Lang? Correct. Oh, okay. Bang all. Like, I mean, you're talking about two guys that you're, I mean, people talk about Bakhtiari as the greatest left tackle in the league right now. Yeah. Now, pass pro, definitely. Run, maybe. We got a little argument. Right. And that's the yeah. thing with old linemen. And then you got TJ Lang, who, I mean, a I'd warrior. Pro. Pro Bowl kind of player. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, like, I really wish I would have, and I think I did appreciate what Lang and Sitton did, but those guys are just fucking ballers. I don't know why. Yeah, they those were. Those guys kind of seem like kind of guys that are sitting around in a garage on a Sunday afternoon just Yeah, it's just like, years. both those guys just are just, yeah, just would fit in with this podcast. Just yeah. Fucking hammering beer or uh, White Claw. TJ <laughs> Long, or TJ Long, TJ Lang. T.J. Longnut? That's a thing. Oh, I thought that was glass. I thought that was glass at first. But no, you know what's funny is, so yesterday I said to French what I thought of A.J. Dillon. He said, fuck you, Z-Rick. He reminds me of Rashad Salam. Penn State? Yeah, and then fucking just like R.I.P. And then he goes, I'll always be a fucking Packer fan. You guys know that. But it's damn hard to see this three days. Hasn't this has set the fucking franchise back at least five years. Just fucking unacceptable. <laughs> okay. That's what I was kind of looking then, for with some of my buddies. But, but then... You talked him off the cliff, I right? talked him off the uh, This was at like 3 o'clock when he said that. I go... So then I go, French. said, French, get hammered tonight. Watch Super Bowl 45. And I said, dream about Super Bowl 60. I said, because Jordan Love will be leading the pack to the Super Bowl. And he goes, ha ha, deal. Jordan loved the Jay Sternberg, uh, Sternberger dagger. And he goes, maybe by then, hints will finally have been laid, too. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, Fred. Now you're starting to talk rubbish. And then I go, LOL, that was good. And he said, I'm back, boys. And then Hintz says, well, don't count on that. What do you think Hintz would rather have, sex or massage someone's foot? Ooh. I think he would do foot massages. Really? Yeah. yeah. See, I mean, I got an up close personal fucking view of it. It seemed like he was good. He was sounded like he I seemed like he was really. There's good. ever been sex in the garage, but there's definitely been foot massage. Oh yeah, that, that's true. He's he's probably gotten the farthest in the garage on anyone. That is actually a good point. I mean, even though the girl that was getting it was didn't seem very thrilled. Yeah, her pants weren't wet or anything. She wasn't getting all squirrely. No, we all know she's a big slut, so. 
<laughs> Jesus. And yeah. Oh, okay. where the wheels no, I, I just have to, what is it, delete 107? <laughs> no, yeah, oh, we we're keeping keep it. That shit. Yeah. Um, ask, speaking of Big Brother, not speaking of, I don't know why I said that. Um, oh, we talked about him earlier. Yeah, he. I asked him for the draft, and he sent me an office. What is it, a gif? Yeah, what yeah. Okay. And it was Oscar, Kevin, and Daryl um, dancing that, that episode that Daryl leaves. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the end, so he, he was happy. He said, Goody knows better than me, rock on. So, yeah, I, not just it. It's like, I don't, I don't know why, why everyone just wants to jump off a cliff when the only these dudes even played. The other issue, or the other thing you need to think about after I sobered up a little bit Friday throughout the day and... Yeah, thought about the Packers. Got some pizza. Got some pizza. Got some Plato's pizza. <laughs> Shout out. Buy the slice. Oh yeah. Doesn't do you great after you drank fifteen bush lights the night before, but she running three after again. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> well, at, at least your body's consistent, because you know that fucking will happen. Yeah. But uh, like the Packers still have their current roster. Yeah, that's like they. They have not lost that much. They lost, what, Geronimo? Yeah. Balaga, what could possibly be? I saw that Goody said it, or Goody or LaFleur said that Rick Wagner's not penciled in at the starting right tackle either, so. We only give him a two-year deal at $11 million. Part of me, like, you know, the one pick that I thought in the second round, I thought they were probably going to take that Josh Jones, who was going to play right tackle or be a right tackle. Right. Only reason I thought he was great is because I had him in my first round mock draft. <laughs> yeah. Actually, can't say I've ever seen him play a snap. Um, but like yeah. overall, the, the the Packers have a pretty good roster coming back. Right. Yeah. That that's the other they, thing. They still, just because they drafted Love, they still didn't lose their um, was, Pro Bowl fucking. Super Bowl winning quarterback. I was kind of thinking of this too. I was wondering if Rashad Gary is going to play more in that, like three, like the, one of the three down linemen. I'm, I'm thinking they're going to have Gary put on some size. That's a, yeah, and he's gonna gonna have to play because otherwise, I personally just, wouldn't mind a little bit if Gary can get his pass rushing skills down. Gary and Preston. And Zadarius Roman, Zadarius seems a little better, like that, he, a little more savvier that he can fucking. You know what I used to love too back in the day. They tried that against Detroit, I guess, and didn't really work out well. I think here's the other thing: if we can just somehow, like, yeah, that's the thing. We need Dean Lowry, Lancaster, fucking Montrevious Adams, him too. If he doesn't fucking show you something early on, whenever the fuck we get back to practice or whatever. Fuck I don't think. think. Yeah, it's, but it's, and that's the thing. It's like we need some of these dudes. Some of these guys just got to step up too. I mean, and that's and that's the other thing is too. Like you have all these guys, so maybe that's why you don't draft them because it's like, okay, like you hope. I guess you're hopeful that one of these dumb motherfuckers steps it up. Yeah. And I mean, if you're if you're looking at Kobe. Wow, that might have been the worst. Kobe shot I've seen in the garage. That I think that might have been the exact quote in the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, myself. I was honestly just going to say that. I'm like, I, is this like deja vu? I'm like, I know I've heard that before. The issue with 
what everybody thinks the Packers need is everybody thinks back to the 49ers game. Yeah. Well, My the, Packers, included, the Packers' two best defensive players this season had probably their two worst game or the worst yeah. game. Yeah. And that would be Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. Right. Zadarius got handled by Kittle. Yeah. Preston was just Preston kind of got non-existent towards the end of the year, and I know you guys brought that up last yeah. last week. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of them. So if you get you know there's a huge difference if those guys start making plays in the backfield. Right. But then you start looking at some of the replays of that game, and you see this interior defensive line just getting man mashed, mashed, yeah. And you know what, though, too, there's there's still there's still free agents out there. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, looking around in the walls, there's, got, a, there, there's a guy that's got he's he's in quite Reggie, a few pictures. Oh no, five two. Oh, they were talking Reggie oh, Clay. Who, who the fuck knows? No, and I, that's what I'm saying, too. If I, you could convince him to play middle linebacker and then rush off the edge in different situations, I don't know. You know what, too? The reason why I wouldn't mind that, Clay, if they did bring him back for cheap, I felt like when Clay was at his best as a player is when it would be an obvious passing situation and they'd have Clay. He'd be blitzing, but he'd be standing up in the middle. Because he'd get one on one with a guard oh, yeah. or a center. Well, piece of, you know. As a former guard, when an well, athlete yeah. lines up over you, the only thing you say is look out, and that's back to your quarterback. What I was gonna say, <laughs> what what do you like? How as a guard though, how do you try to block that? Do you just try to fucking one? You just go with like, either hit or whiff. Well, what I did, which I wasn't a good guard, but you know, got a couple snaps. I would go for the hit. A lot of times that would turn into the swim move. Ah, uh, yeah. Please <laughs> yeah, slowed him down a little. Uh, Kobe. Oh, jeez. Trying to take off the old worst, yeah. worst Kobe yeah. crown. Actually, uh, easier to fucking. Actually, shout out to Petey though. I mean, back in the day, Petey fucking held his own against Shelby Harris. Playing oh. in the NFL now. Is he signed again? Yeah, he signed a one-year deal with the Broncos. Or oh, is that again? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. I think Jordan Horning just got out of the Homestead uh, uh, <laughs> fucking sidelines, though, when Shelby sent him packing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jordan, I know you... I know. out 12 I years ago. Yeah, almost 13. Well, actually, we were... Harky would appreciate this. Yeah. Um, God, not going to appreciate another Steve Pratt shout-out, but... Yeah, uh, fuck it. Oh, that's right. We were, we were talking Talk about, about we're, social distancing. We were, yeah. I wish I could fucking two-state social distance myself from this cheese dick. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about today about uh, Patriots football. TJ oh, oh, yeah. football coaches. And, you know, the great Mike Shepchak came up. And oh, boy. Yeah. We, we, I asked my buddies, who do you think played less high school football from... My buddy Jim Gredinger or Mike Shepchick. I'd say Shepchick. I would, I would say have to say Shepchick. I doubt he You, know, you know why? Just the way Shepchick coached you guys at PJs and the way Shepchick acted when we were in high school, at least when I got to interact with him, he was like one of those dudes you get. I always feel like guys that kind of lived through kids or through their kids always were the shit. Well, nice snag. We're always the shittiest. Talent themselves. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? God, Shevchik. 
Actually, it was funny though because uh, what did what did Pratt say? Or you, PD, you said something like, "Oh, fucking Shevchek loves stretch," and Eric Kaminsky, which Eric Kaminsky was like a fucking like five four, a hundred pound kid, <laughs> and I'm like. That fucking kid was the biggest pile of shit. I mean, I nice kid. I've seen Petey take a dump bigger than that. That's not bad. I was, was going to say, I think Petey's shit wrapped around that many times was Eric Kaminsky that came out of his body. But, like, the funny thing is, is, if Pratt said something like, or Petey, which I don't even know what you said. Petey said, like, oh, I wonder why, I wonder why Shevchek hated us all. And I said, oh, it had no, it couldn't have been anything to do with when we had a joint football practice and Pratt's like four or five people down, we're doing fourth quarter jumping jacks, like fourth quarter ours, oh. fourth quarter ours, and I just hear someone going, there's, 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 because we were kicking the shit out of fucking DJs all the time. <laughs> fucking Kobe. the old Ben. So, oh, do you remember those interviews um, after the season that they would put in a video or whatever? Oh, yeah. They only did that. The cap. We did the captain. Oh, they only yeah, because take, we never had. When we were um, seniors, they interviewed a lot, like almost all the seniors for their favorite moments. Yeah. And <laughs> Frump's favorite moment was having a pick six in a JV game. And, and no, this is no joke. The person doing the interview said, no, uh, we were just wondering from something from this year. And he's like, uh, that, that was this year. <laughs> God damn it. Jim Gretinger? You would know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, a fucking shitbag. Fucking Gretinger. You should send the link to him. Yeah. Uh, oh, I actually should. That's a good point. He was I'm going to send this episode. Say, hey, we bring you up, buddy. Yeah. He gets so bored at by the sounds of living out in fucking what? What's that? What city is that or town? Oh, fuck. Is it Black? No. Is it Black Earth? No. Where where's that um where rookies ball? is out there? Uh, yeah, that was, what was Black Earth. Yeah, Black, Black, Black Earth. Earth? Black okay. Earth, yeah. I thought there was another weird name like Pomazino or I don't fucking know. Oh. Um fuck. It's not it's something like that, but it's like Mazozino yeah, or something. Yeah. And uh my buddy Tom sounds like he was kinda like you a little bit, Pete, where um about the draft. I'm not too angry at it more more than I think about it. And he kind of said what Tregala said with the running backs and Jones. And um, and then he's he's thinking one of those linemen will be a starter for the next probably eight years. And then I, I actually responded, awesome, thanks, pretty much my thought process. And he said, oh, fuck, that means I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my favorite here in the head of fucking NATO is not good. We got my favorite pick of the draft was their last pick, that Gervin from the U. That guy... He, dude, I, okay, I, everybody needs to understand if you don't know Jeff Zarecki, he had a Miami hat for at least, still got it, what is it, 15 years? Oh, it's still hanging strong. So, I mean, you could, I used to have the shit that said, I used to have, dude, I used to have all sorts of Miami Hurricane shit. I'd wear t-shirts. Fuck, I think for a while there Junior high and high school, I had like four different Miami Hurricanes shirts. So give, I'd maybe take a day off on a Wednesday. Everybody, yeah. everybody knew I was a big. It's all about the U. But yeah, I mean, dude, that guy. I, I mean, I know everyone's gonna think that I just like that pick because he went to Miami. But uh, which is correct. Yeah, but I also, I don't know why. <laughs> I also did like. Um, 
he had a hell of a game that, what was it, two years ago, three years ago against Miami, or uh, Notre Dame. Are you watching an inter-squad scrimmage? Yeah. Or what? No, but he had that. Spring ball 20. He had, a, he had a huge game against Notre Dame. And if Schiff's still listening, he, he'll probably text and be like, thanks for bringing that oh, up. Oh, yeah, Schiff's still listening. What does that fucking oh, shit happen? Oh, actually, with? shout out to Schiff, too. Yesterday I get home, there's a fucking package sitting on my doorstep from Amazon. I'm like, it says to Jalen, Jalen Zarecki. I'm like, oh, okay. If it's anything fucking goddamn Notre Dame, you burn it? I wouldn't have burned it. Right. I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, you would have. I, I don't dislike Notre Dame. I just don't like Notre Dame. Fuck's the difference. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I don't like Notre Dame. I just dislike you. So like I don't cheer. I don't cheer for them or cheer against them. I just fuck. Like if they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like I'm just kind of like fuck it, whatever. But anyways, I open up the package and it's a fucking like three three shirts or onesies or whatever for Jalen. Well, they're like, Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, nice. And then I texted Chef. I said, you're too kind. And then he said, well, it was all Rachel's idea, but... Yeah, usually it's the woman. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah, so... Guys was, don't think of shit like that. That's pretty cool. So all you listeners out there, you know, it's time to step it up a little bit. Not sure if Kevin King does listen, but shout out for him. Just had a yeah. new baby girl. Yep. Lillian. Yep. So good for him. Speaking of one more, my... Uh, our buddy Marco actually brought up a good point where... He kind of was thinking the same of us on the draft, but he said... Thinking that drafting a rookie is going to get you over, the, and then he put in quotes, the hump, has never really worked out a ton. No. Which, actually thinking of that, I'm like, that's actually a really good point. I'm like, like one rookie that you get is not going to really, like... The one, I mean, the one team that I think they had a big group of game changers is... Uh, was it the Saints a couple years ago? Yeah, Saints, yeah. Where Lattimore, Check, Lattimore. Yep. They, they had it. They had it. Where's the Super Bowl ring? Yeah, yeah, it's not there. But, I mean, it, it improved them, but I what agree. I'm thinking about right now is I just saw, I think it was today or yesterday, like whenever BJ and Clay were drafted, they didn't have an immediate impact that year. No. Years later, they helped win a Super it, Bowl. Yeah. So that's the thing. You don't draft... I thought that was a really good point by Marcus. Like, I never I, thought of it like that. I think back to the first fucking play Clay Matthews actually made that was impactful. Was he ripped that fucking ball out of AP's yeah. hand, ran it back for six. In Minnesota. And then remember? And then chucked it about 50 yeah. feet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rose up. And then, then the next week, when I went to the game with uh, Kevin Polito, and you were at the game, do you remember that? When, yep. when Clay got his first start. Yeah. And he fucking had a huge fucking impact. And then, like, even Raji. Yeah, Raji was kind of a fucking rotational player that rookie year. And I and I honestly think this year, I, that's why the more I kind of think about it, the more I'm kind of glad the Packers almost took a more towards the future type of draft. Because... Truthfully, I think this first this year is gonna be fucked. It's gonna be a shit show. It's gonna be worse than the lockout year. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like I know Rogers tried to say like it wasn't a big deal in the lockout year and this and that, but I think this year I just feel like oh sorry I'm fucking with this thing. Oh god, but, I thought that was a fucking yeah. dog. <laughs> but that's exactly my point is I think this whole year is gonna be just fucking a chaotic. 
organized mess. Chaotic mess. I mean, if we want to go conspiracy theories here. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I think Pete started listening a little late, but oh, trust me, yeah. we like them. Bring them. Chris Jackie. Former oh Packer, great. Did you see that yes, as well? I did. What his, did he say? His comments were that um, the Packers know that the season's not happening. Correct. And they know that they need a quarterback, and they wouldn't be able to see any of these quarterbacks that are going to be in the draft next year yep. out there. Yep. So that's why they they took the guy that and they that's wanted, another that they wanted. Another year for Rogers contract gone. Yeah. Yep. No, that's why. The more Kobe. Oh! He took the hoop oh, out. Oh, right, Shaq. Jesus, <laughs> dude, that's like Shaq Duncan right there. He had LSU just shatter in a backflip. He's my garage. Fucking Petey, dude. Pete's been on fucking fire today. Petey, I mean, I swear he's like fucking Randy Johnson every time he throws it. One, I think it, it that looked like that fucking bird that flew in front of that Randy Johnson pitch. I wonder if those PBR cans are a little heavier. Yeah. Uh has a Kobe, I'm sure it'll be terrible. Ah. One pointer. It's all about the one point game at this point. <laughs> yeah. You I realize can, the three pointers just Dude, isn't that, that's how I am with women too. It's just like why go for the tens when you can get a bunch of fives and marry a three? Harky's like the Carl Malone of the of the the beer chucking game. Like he'll settle for that oh, yeah. pick and roll ten to fifteen footer. Yeah, and I'm waiting for my fucking documentary to come out about me. Yeah. I yeah. would say this I think this is one thing that would be good. So the draft. We had to pick if you had to pick one pick that was your favorite, who would it be? In the entire draft? Like, for the Packers. For the Packers, yeah. I, I honestly think it's that A.J. Dillon pick. I'm going to go John Runyon, Jr. I like that pick. You know, I, I, I just it, uh, I think T.J. Lang said, dude, this guy's just like... Those are like the two picks. Paul Pratt's going to hate me for agreeing with you. Don't agree, don't agree. But I'm going to agree anyways, Pratt, so fuck off. But the one thing I really liked with that Runyon pick was his dad... Like, I love it when you draft a kid whose dad played in the NFL. He knows the ins, outs, how yep. the business works. Like, this, you know, he can tell you basically what's going to be, like, what to expect this week, that week, this month, that month. And I feel like that's just such huge experience that other people maybe don't have or know. I don't know if you guys are watching when they drafted him. I wasn't. I, I wasn't, wasn't either. They were showing pictures of like Eddie George holding him and stuff. Like, that's my favorite big run in because he is, I mean, he started at left tackle for Michigan, which think whatever you want to think. We talked, I mean, they had a lot of. Junior? Yeah. Dude, Michigan had all sorts of guys picked, though. That's crazy. Think, what the well, fuck the, is Harbaugh doing? Left, the left guard. Uh, Cesar Ruiz. Ruiz. No, that's the center. Oh. The left guard was, he's from Kimberly. Uh, oh. Or, Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they had they had four offensive linemen drafted. It's like, yeah. well, what was the right tackle doing? <laughs> well, Get I mean, I think the, biggest, the biggest thing would be Shea Patterson. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. I would say Runyon was, I think, my favorite pick because 
I think they could pop him in at right guard or mm-hmm. left guard and not miss out at all. And and to Z's point with the, like having a dad in the league, sometimes that can fuck you up because it may, maybe take away your drive. But just watching him, I don't think that's that's been the case. I think he has kind of the – he seems like he's a, a nasty, like smart – I. Everything that I read is like it was when he was like fourteen is when it fucked him up. Oh, really? Because everybody said your dad. Why like, aren't? You, oh, because that's when Ron why aren't you John Runyon? So now it probably is a lot of people. Yeah, are like, I was gonna say that's probably that. Yeah, when you're that age, that is probably the hardest. Yeah. When you're in high school, and shit. I had to get drafted in the sixth round, and there's not any expectation. Like, he's ask ask any of these talking head backer GMs. About John Runyon. <laughs> You're not getting anything. No. No, it's, that's the thing. It's fucking... I just don't get why people get so fixated on guys. Yeah. And I, myself included. I'll admit that. But it doesn't let you... It doesn't. But, I, but I'm saying, like, I feel like two years ago was when I finally was like, okay, I need to stop that shit. At the end of the day, you are going to get, like... Two players, like say rounds one and two, that yeah. you really get mad about. Yeah. From there on, yeah, you exactly. had to go. They didn't draft any receivers. Okay. Well, I had this guy projected in the sixth. If, if yeah. Why? So what they do is like you know you got people in the fifth round they're watching the draft and Mel Kuyper's got like his top receivers on the board and they're saying oh the Packers need a receiver this is the guy they should take. So then immediately they're like, yeah, yeah, didn't take him. Jeez. All right. That was, I mean, that was. Based on the landing spot of the can. That was like Muggsy Bogues trying to shoot against the Kenby, I thought. Yeah. Trying to do a hook shot. Jeff Zarecki now has the worst shot in the garage. Yeah. I'm going to say right now we're an hour and a half in, and we could probably say whatever we want about Steve Pratt because his data's probably ran out. Oh, oh God, yeah, that cheap motherfucker can't. He can't, he can't, he can't afford it. I mean, if we go back to draft day. No, he'll probably have to go, oh, no, never mind, point after his clothes, probably. I was oh, going to yeah. say he could snag yeah, off their Wi-Fi. Yeah, snag off we, went, we went back to the draft day in 40 minutes to Zoom. We got booted twice. Yeah, I didn't want to waste my they, time. They couldn't then. afford the premium. Jesus. <laughs> I didn't even want to. I, I didn't even want to waste my fucking time with that white trash piece of shit. <laughs> Hope you're still listening, Steve. I, you know, you know, we're all just kidding, but you know it's true, so it's all good. But um, actually, did you see any of the guys that they signed as undrafted guys? I, I there was a Michigan State receiver. The one crazy thing about this whole undrafted players, and then typically they do a. A rookie, yeah, like the rookie camp, mm-hmm. like you're not going to be able to do any of this. No, and that's why, which is kind of a, I mean, not that you get that many players out of that situation, right. but and that that's why I just don't. This draft, the way, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, like if we don't have an NFL season, or if, let's just say they go. Let, let's say let's just say this. What if they cancel uh, preseason, and it's like three weeks before the actual first game of the year, and then they're just like, 
okay, this is going to be our training camp, no preseason. Yeah, having those wide receivers, because I feel like linemen, you can you can develop a lineman on the fly a lot quicker than you can develop a wide receiver on the fly. The real the real issue with the whole the way things are going right now and like when the season's actually gonna start It's a bunch of unknowns. It like rookies are probably not going to be that much of an impact player. No. In my opinion. Yeah, unless I kinda of walked in late, I was pissing on unless Yeah, unless you're in a position where Kind of is just a reaction. So what yeah. we were talking about is how there, there's not going to be that rookie camp. Ah, no. There's obviously no OTAs. There's no training. Like, training camp probably won't start until early August. Yeah. I should probably have waited to bring this point up with Z. One reason I like the Jordan Love pick who does it give us a chance to watch her in preseason? The young quarterback that is possibly the future. Yeah. I don't know, kind of. The, the, like, the one thing with Jordan Love is, like, Aaron Rodgers doesn't play much in the preseason at all. No, so he's going to be none. Yeah, so he's going to be so getting. So you'll be able to watch this guy. And I think it'll be exciting. It's just, like, whole, like. A lot of these backup quarterbacks are like, dude, these guys are fucked. Like, this isn't the future of the Packers. I kind of now feel bad like, a little bit for Tim Boyle, though. I really, oh, I really bought into him. I, I, I was going to bring up, I totally forgot, bring up the fact with people getting losing jobs, getting pink slips, add Tim Boyle to the fucking stack. Actually, fuck. We were going to start. I know. Damn it. We were gonna, that was the first thing I said to Harkey when I came into work on Friday was, that I'm like, damn, I was going to put on Facebook or Twitter and the Twitter page be like, never knew so many people were upset about Tim Boyle or uh, how did I say that? I don't I, I, I'm just going to bring my fucking notebook from now on to work. Yeah, I'm going to seem like a real big douchebag. We, it sounds a lot better when we're sober and we're not drinking as you know, much. It's kind of like, you know, just got to bring the hard hat to work every day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you run a fucking national syndicated podcast, you just... You just can't let shit fucking fall through no. the cracks. I gotta think. Well, I got a Colby coming up here. I'm trying not to take down the rim this time. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, anything else we want to kind of... Do you guys... I honestly don't pay a ton of attention to other teams. I, I, I sounded like the Vikings had a good draft. Ravens sounded good. Chiefs you know, had a the few The Vikings parts. had 15 total picks. Like, and good for them, but yeah. how are you going to add that on your roster? They had 11 yesterday. And I I guess hopefully a lot of their old line gets, well, hopefully not, being a Packers right. fan, but their old line was terrible. Yeah, I I actually really haven't talked to my sister at all to see what her thoughts were, but I have no idea what Caitlin thought of the pick, but I, I wonder if the Vikings are like, God damn it, those fucking Packers again. She yeah, she said like they kind of didn't really have like a reaction to it. They were kind of that's why I'm just like the pack must have kept that fucking yeah. Because she said like they just kind of were. She said they were in the middle of working a trade. They uh, what were because I think she said they were trying to either trade back 
from 31 because they already had traded back from 25 to 31 with the Niners. And I don't know if they were trying to trade back or trade back up or what the hell they were trying to do. But yeah. Yeah, it sounded like they were kind of like nobody really had a reaction. And then I guess, well, Zimmer, I think after the fact, talked to the media and Zimmer said, yeah, Aaron Rodgers can retire tomorrow if he wants. <laughs> Zimmer's funny. But yeah, it's, I mean, did the Vikings draft anyone to... Yeah, I mean, Justin Jefferson, I think... No, I, I'm saying, I'm sorry, uh, oh, quarterback-wise to... I don't think so. Which is why, and again, I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is garbage. He has his moments where he looks like garbage. But he has his moments where he looks like he's good. Yeah. Time out, time out. Jeff, what do you think Kirk Cousins is, is though? I think he's an average quarterback. I think he's a little above average. I was going to say, like, if I had to, I wouldn't put him in the top 10 category. I'd put him in the top 15, at least. I think that running game with Dalvin Cook has helped him a ton. I, I think shit has to go his way for him to I, be pretty I've good. never thought Kirk Cousins was that terrible of a quarterback. I think the sample size of him in playoff games is pretty fucking small. Yeah. I mean, what? It is, it is, it is hilarious. That the big game just always seems to be the fail. Yeah, I mean the fact that he's never won a Monday night game. And, God, but <laughs> hopefully so when that schedule comes out. But then again, but Monday but hey, game. then again, like what's Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship games? Yeah. But right. I mean, right? Name another quarterback that has that many NFC Championship games. Donovan McNabb. Tom Brady. Are you saying that he's never played that? Well, okay, yeah. Well, I'm saying championship games. But yeah, Don McNabb. Yeah, he's playing quite a few. <laughs> That's good. He's, well, he probably will this year. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think. Oh, okay. I don't think. Actually, I, I know you guys can't see Jeff, but he's wearing a different color tonight. Uh, Tampa Bay gear. Yeah, yeah, he has a lot of black and orange on right now. What the fuck's up with that? I don't have any orange on. <laughs> Actually, he had zero Packer stuff on Thursday during the draft, and he had full Packer get up today. Time out. And, and Packer hat. Did you? Okay. Yeah. No worries. No, because I knew. No worries. I knew. Fans. He's got neon shoes on today, so. I probably should start telling myself, hey man, if people listen to you, come to you to listen to your podcast for information, I should probably cut down the drinking during stuff so I can remember shit. Because, like, I had to go back and look at the end of that for fucking first round. Yeah. Just so fucked up. I mean, it got a little it got a little hazy at the end of the draft in the garage. I mean, I brought my daughter for a walk at 3 o'clock, and I brought two moon mans for the fucking yeah. walk. Yeah. We were all at work, and you <laughs> fucking... Somebody <laughs> asked how many um, beers uh, uh, Jevelin's been hammering, but... Yeah, I, oh, I was sitting there at work, and you were just fucking... Hammer on the walk. I'm like, oh man, yeah. It was, you guys, you guys hear anything about from Catalina on the on the the draft? Oh, good fucking point, Pete. That is a good point. He's the main focus of our podcast. Oh, Keith Flasky's live. You want to listen in on that? <laughs> oh, <Jesus laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> Dude, what is this that Nate French's favorite uh, best friend? Yeah, Keith right. Flasky. Oh, here we go. Thursday, 10, 16 p.m. Trade up to get queen, question mark. 
Nah, let them fall to 30. <laughs> this is what I said. But if they don't, fucking Baltimore will take them. Ooh. And I said, oh, shit. Kalen just texted me. Packers are up right now. Bobcat, yes. Exclamation point. Oh, my God. I said, Jesus, can't believe they traded up for love. He said, fuck. <laughs> I, I actually actually think about Bobcat, that. that was, Bobcat Alina is a, a man of few words. So I never, yeah, man of few words and many beers. But he also and did. Burgers. He did get Kobe, my. Kobe. He, he did get my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Who wants to sex Mutombo? <laughs> yeah. Did you ever hear that story? Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude. Fuck it, Alonzo Morning told that on the Dan Patrick show. I've never laughed so fucking hard in my life. He's like, what's the cra-? Dan Patrick asked Alonzo Morning, hey, Alonzo, can you- what's the craziest thing that Dikimba Mutombo has ever done when you guys were at Georgetown? He said, I really don't know if I could. Oh, no, it wasn't Dan. It was actually Dan Levitard. Sorry. That's who it was. Terrible show. Yeah, terrible show, but I caught this interview. And Alonzo Morning goes, or, uh, I don't know if I can say this on air, but I'll, if you guys are cool with it, I'll say it. And Levitar's just like, go for it. We don't care. You're asking. I'm yeah. Like, and he goes, yeah, lots of more. He's like, Mutombo walks into this club and just goes, who wants to sex Mutombo? <laughs> everybody in the club was just like, what the God, fuck? These fucking guys are awesome. Like him and Embiid and shit, they mm-hmm. just... They have a different perspective coming over from Africa or whatever the yeah. fuck there, yeah. Yeah, so I guess I, I really I didn't actually talk to Bob Catalina anymore. I mean, he, he's a busy man. Yeah. I mean, I heard pizza shop over there is open. He's able to get some. Oh, at Pizza Ranch? It's oh, a, yeah. oh, you can get them on the to-go? There's okay, rumors good. that... Bob Catalina is still getting pizza ranch. I wonder the how real much. question is, we saw a video that was put out by uh, a listener, Dan Harkey, <laughs> and we're, we're waiting <laughs> for a response out of two people. Yeah? Is, yeah, one's in the garage here. Wait, sorry, I, I was doing some research. So, so your brother Dan, he yeah. put his... Video. Oh yeah, I I know my brother is so pissed that I haven't. I I have a response in in the works. As a right, I guess I'm lying. I have plenty of time to do it. I just haven't. And I I had I had I had some good stuff. Um, it's just like sometimes that when my wife's gone, I'm home with my kid and vice versa. But oh yeah, because normally when you're at home with your kid, you're serious and not. Drinking beer. And doing well, I know, but I need a cameraman. <laughs> that is true. And, well, and that, well, I t- fucking talking to Evelyn. She thinks she could run a fucking camera. That what they? Well, what they? Could we? Could we do it on? We could. We could give swing it. Both of us. Yeah, like Monday. You get done oh, at we, three. Yeah. Yeah, because I, you know, I typically do a lot during the week. And that's the thing. We we could do the old podcast doing it. It could be a baton thing. Yeah, I, I would. I got a bunch of shit to fuck around with in the garage. You know, my so. biggest disappointment in Dan Harkey's thing was sitting there looking at his phone. Dude, like, dude well, no, no, it should be a disappointment because that's what he does. He's just a big fucking he, tech oh, guy. Oh yeah, look, look, look at the legs. Look at the legs. Oh yeah. I figured, I, I figured he was gonna sit down on his thumb when he first sat down. <laughs> <on his chair. laughs> that's what I said though. Did or you? on his wife's strap on. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, yeah. Holy fuck, that was funny. Hopefully Marie listens to it. She would actually like that. If there was something I would put 0% chance on that. Marie, Marie, Marie listening. She doesn't even like listening to me in person. That is true. There, there's so many like women that are just like, nope, I can't even stand that guy sober. And yeah. in person, I'm not going to listen to him drunk and, like on a podcast. Unless she's drinking, though. Oh, yeah. I feel like when you That's get... True. I feel like Marie's drinking. She can get on the same wave, wavelength. That's true. That's I, true. Kobe. I've been around Marie a few times and she's been in party mode. Yeah, but hi, I don't know. But yeah, that, that is true. I, I do have to have a reaction video to that. and I uh, You know what? Who has who doesn't have an excuse is fucking Bobcat. How the mill's been busy. Yeah, well, he could fucking run around for days. In his fucking yard and land. I mean, yeah, really exactly. He's helped. I might have to help Pete out his fucking. What oh, Jesus? What's going on over there? You got her. We're good. Okay, <laughs> but no, Bobcat has no excuses with that. He's got like damn near a forty. Just fucking, where you get hit a golf ball. Well, gets, I mean, part of the problem is Bobcat himself. So I think that's the issue. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think Bobcat's worried about the fucking land. I think Bobcat's worried about his fucking heart. I think you need to get Richie over there oh. and push him a little bit. Yeah, but we don't want to be pushing. We don't want to be playing in the media. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, we should tell Rich. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna see if Richie and Doreen. I'm gonna try. I'm trying to get them down on Wednesday. Really. Yeah, trying, good for you. Trying to they, get they should be able to see their grandkids, so that's good. And Richie is like, ah, oh, you know, work and this and that. You know, he's trying to. I said, well, mommy, you can come on down. I don't care. Kind of, I kind of deflected it. It's like, well, Richie, you know what? If you're too good. You're too good to be a grandpa. Well, let grandma come down. Let let the single grandparent come down then. Damn. Yeah. Richie doesn't care. No, he cares. But actually, he's a. I feel like he he's a lot. More, um, I, I think they're actually, especially him, I, I think they're both kind of just sad and disappointed in this whole coronavirus thing because they, they were pretty jacked up. First time grandparents. Yeah, I think, I think, I, any, I mean, I think any grandparent would, uh, kind of feel that I way. I was telling Pav, I'm fucking glad, not, not glad because I might have to be dealing with this shit when my second comes, but having to deal with your parents like you ha- had to deal with. My fucking mom could not handle not seeing her grandkid for this long. Yeah. Fuck you to bust at that door. Oh, yeah. There's no, like, yeah. just saying no there. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to see if they want to make the trek just, down. Just like Pete said, I think I think people are starting to, hopefully it doesn't backfire, but I think people are starting to be like, okay, this, this is kind of enough. I know me personally, yeah. which a lot of people probably just don't think the same way I do. I've been just saying, fuck it. Last two weeks, going over to friends' house, like, I mean, hell. You saw my garage, I fucking got in draft night. How many people do we have in the garage? Ten. Ten? The thing, I I don't know. Not quite. Us three, well, Pav at one point. Marcus, then Rico and Alyssa. Jevlin. Jevelyn, oh. she's at least two people. Oh, okay. But <laughs> still, they're first. Even if you, like the neighbors, the young neighbors right next door, they had like a fucking, they had a goddamn whole backyard festiv- festivities rolling yesterday. They're playing fucking bags and shit. And I'm like, 
the God. funny that you're probably gonna get judged now, like by some people, and be like, "Oh, how dare them do that?" I can't believe they have friends. <laughs> yeah, that's that's who's gonna be judging you. People who are gonna have friends yeah. are gonna be like, "Oh, they 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 want everyone to die." It's like, no, they just then you got then you got neighbor Tom sitting up the road on his deck, fucking oh. drinking beer by himself. God, definitely Jeff went over there and drank some beers. God, you want to see Laquita flip out on me to do something fun? You know how much I, you know, I'd actually die to go fucking drink beer with Tom because that means I can get the fuck out of the house. You <laughs> didn't even, you didn't even, you didn't last week, or last week Sunday actually, after the podcast was posted, Roland, Steve Pratt wanted to uh, get a pregame, oh, he just got his fucking Wanted to get a pregame going for the, sorry, Jordan NBA thing. Oh, the last dance. And we texted Jeff and part, I'd say this, partially was me just being lazy and not wanting to do it. Part, then the other part was I really just didn't want to piss off Laquita. And the other, <laughs> and the other part of part was I just wanted to really watch that. The, oh, the way it turned out is we... We drank for four and a half hours, and I got smoked. God damn. Yeah, Sunday. those guys got fucked <laughs> up. I fucking love hearing that shit. I don't know why. Yeah, like, they got fucking, dude, like, they're texting me. It was like 10 o'clock at night. They're like, shit's like, you joining? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll see. And I'm like, I went to bed. Dude, you've been a fucking flake, man. Oh, yeah. What the fuck, Z? I, I love Zoom calls now. I'm Like, I was on a Zoom call Friday night with my, um, Tom, Armo, and then Trigal join late. That's not It was fucking awesome. Group. Like, I mean, even if yeah. you have, I honestly think if you have a kid like Z, and well, you I can't think get I'm away. Gonna start, I'm going to start joining them now because I actually see that everyone's no, fucking getting the hammer. No, I say you say fuck Z. All right. Well, that's not good I say, Yeah, I was going to say use Pratt's data, let him, <laughs> let him zoom for a half hour, and then find some other fucking loser. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if I'm not included, I'm fine with it. If I, if the more time I can spend away from Steve Pratt, the better. Yeah, but how many Zoom calls do you have to get invited to that you just turn down, Z? I think I've only no, turned Brian down. Schifferling probably doesn't take that well. He has a lot of pride in sending stuff and people doing that it. That is true. That is true. Nate French turned him down. Oh, fuck that shit, man. Yeah, no, 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 I'll be on there. I'll be on there. There's yeah. nothing more than, other than this podcast that I look forward to more than fucking Zooming with some buddies. Yeah, it is true. It's kind of crazy because, like, a lot of the guys you're Zooming with, this situation going on or not, you could have been doing this. That's exactly, like, I brought up the Armo, me and him are fantasy owners on a few teams. It's and like, they suck each other's dicks when they oh, see each other. Oh, fuck yeah. That, that's why that's why we win so much. How does the 69 work when you guys do that? <laughs> it's, Who's the one getting jammed down the floor? No, no, no. I mean, they, 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 they just do asshole to come asshole. Come on, come on. <laughs> we bring in a quarter. We flip it. Oh. Whoever loses has to be the bottom. Oh. But And then they get that quarter shoved up their ass. Ah. And, and then we're done. And then we're done. And then when we come in each other's mouths, we spit out, or we poop out the quarter, like Damn. shove it out of our butts, and then spit the cum on it, and then make our wives eat it. <laughs> damn, you guys really turned that pretty sure. damn kinky. Yeah, that's how we went 250 league, real yeah. men league. Took second and first. Boys better have a watch out. 
I don't really care. I'm just cursing fantasy anyway. Oh, I can't wait. This is a whole yeah. other podcast. We don't have enough fucking time to talk about this dumb shit. Still, no, you don't win a fantasy league when you got like top three players. Just can't. <laughs> then Marcus's team. Poor management. Then we weren't getting into it. We're not getting into it. I'm just saying, Marcus's team goes off for like 180. Like, what the fuck? Should have had 181. <laughs> yeah. Should have not started Cam. He still owes me a beer at Schmitty's. All right. Kobe. Oh, Kobe. Jesus. You would think that the two guys that run this podcast would have the well, Kobe you know what? shot down. You have your there are two beer cans in the basket, <laughs> three-point Kobe's right now. And it's going to You have your, you know, you have your good days and your bad days. What's in this podcast? What do you guys um, think you're going to be doing the rest of the day? Today? Beautiful in lacrosse. I'm not sure. You want to talk about the worst shots ever in the garage. That's fucking God humbling you. Yeah, fucking A. What are um, you guys doing today? Well, <laughs> probably know what Z is. Nothing. He's gonna go, to piss he's, off his wife. He's gonna go home and bait a little bit in the basement. And I, I think it comes with with time. I I usually like pushing the old envelope with Pat. See seeing how drunk I can get without her getting pissed. That is true. There's a pretty good chance I'm gonna roll home, get some China Star, Order up a little China Star, and you know just make it a good good Sunday. Seems like your that seems like your podcast go to. <laughs> Podcast, China Star. Yeah, I don't know what we got to... I don't know what's going to happen. Might I mean, fire up the grill, actually. I don't think my day can get much worse than fucking Juno hammering my steak. That fucking pissed me off, dude. I legit, like, honestly, almost threw him in the oven. Did you hit him? No. No, I threw the fucking... You hear that, Peta? You didn't hit him. I threw the fucking stick at him because he fucking dropped it after he had half it gone. I said, well, now fucking eat the fucking thing. Then he ran away, and I fucking chucked it at him. Like, well, fucking eat it. Jeff, Richard, Zarecki, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I was pissed. He threw the half-eaten steak at your dog who ate it? He ate, so he ate half the fucking <laughs> steak, and then after I fucking, he yeah. fucking realized. screwed out. Yeah, please. and I fucking grabbed it, because I'm like, well, now we eat the fucking thing, you stupid ass. And then I, he fucking ran away, and I chucked it and hit him right in the fucking, like, Side of the face, and I'm like, well, I'm not eating it. Did he eventually did he eat finish it? it? Eventually, and then he threw it up. Oh, my so God. Then I made him eat it again. What the hell's going on over there? I, I feel for future Jalen Zarecki. Well, you steal my fucking Never steak. steal dad's food. Well, if, if you're going to steal it, you're going to eat the whole, you're eat half of it. You might as well finish it, and you're going to throw it up and eat it again. Just knowing June, I'm trying to think of. What his game plan was to try to get that all down. It's a I don't know. Steak. Well, I told Aquita before I left, she's like, you feed Juno, I said, you just ate my whole steak. I'm not feeding the fucking dog. <laughs> like, What do you think Vernon Scott would think about that? Safety out of TCU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we brought him up, right? Yeah. I think he would actually say just really good coaching and discipline in your game. I know nothing about him. Do I don't either. No, nothing. Not. You know what's funny is actually my sister brought up um, who did they take at 31? Gladney? Yeah. She's like, oh, we can get Gladney. And I'm like, uh, I don't know who that is. 
I mean, I kind of had to like, I was like, I kind of heard of it, but I'm like, what's he play? What team? I actually had him going <laughs> you know, yeah. 31 to the Niners. Oh, so you got part. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he. Because, um, I mean, eventually that dirtbag Richard Sherman's got to go, right? True. Yeah. What'd you think of the Gladney pick? Seemed like she liked it. Seemed like they liked both their first round picks. Um, one of my parents talked to me this morning. They're like, I mean, I don't think Richard wanted to jump off the cliff of the Packer picks, but he also said, sounds like the Vikings really nailed her. And then I said, I'm like, <laughs> I said to him, I go, yep, they took uh, Laquan Treadwell in, what, 2016, 23rd overall? He just signs up with some random team that I, yeah, I saw did. watching. Yeah, I did too. I, I, don't, I was just going to say, but he gets cut. He gets brought back, but I, I don't know. It's just that's the thing, though. It's like it's just so hard to fucking be just that jacked up over guys when we've never actually seen them play. I, I mean, we see them play in college, but we don't know how their game's going to translate to the NFL. Yep. I, I just the craziest thing is to me, guys. Like, obviously, I think over the last eight years. Packer fans have been looking middle linebacker. Yeah, yeah, myself right, included. Right. I mean, I'll, but then you I'll watch in college football, the best middle linebackers never play in the NFL. Never. That is a very good point, also. So it's just like, how do you correlate and find a guy to play middle linebacker in the NFL, but he wasn't a yeah great linebacker in college. That's why I think, like, too, a lot of teams are starting to go to that kind of a guy that played safety, you know, kind of like that hybrid where, you know, maybe a little bit of a slower safety, maybe a little bit bigger guy Mm -hmm. to try to throw him in that middle linebacker. Yeah, because if you don't have that guy, you can really get fucked if a team spreads you out. And, like, and then... You're caught with a, a big bruiser guy who, that, who was a stud in college. I but. mean, you look at, like, like the national championship game. Right. That safety that got ejected, for, or that middle linebacker that got ejected from the game. Yeah. Did he get drafted? I don't Yeah, Clemson didn't have... Clemson and then defense he, if, wasn't if not, if not, we'll go before that, that bowl wear. Who is yeah, dominant? Yeah, yeah. Dominant. Yeah, yeah. PD, 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 PD. I love that. No, I don't. No. Come on. It has I, to be. I would highly doubt that guy's going to They know. probably. I that guy's the, probably like fucking like some sort of fucking manager. Peter Bullwear. Yeah, I thought the Panthers cut Keekly for Bullwear. Oh. Hot take. <laughs> Dude. Actually, yeah, the, the, that that's our hot take. The Panthers pushed Keekly into retirement because they yeah. had nowhere. Yeah, because he did a linebacker. You're here, here first. Yeah. Well, like, that's the crazy thing. Like, you see, like, these big, just dumb middle linebackers don't work in the NFL. Right. And then a lot of them just can't cover. That is that, but that's why, too, like, I think tackles is just such a fucking overrated stat. Yeah, we, we, we've, we've talked about that multiple. We're going to beat that to the uh, fuck. Yeah, but it's you just need like, to talk about Blake Martinez a little more, I will. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's just like, 
Just because you're a middle linebacker, it's like, well, no shit, you should get a lot of tackles. Can you cover anybody? Yeah. Well, unless your defense doesn't funnel to yeah. you and the superstars. I still wonder how or what Blake Martinez is thinking when he said that comment. I mean, I, I kind of maybe understand what he was saying. He's probably trying to prop up his brand, which he should have been doing on free agents. Like, but he already agent. signed, though. That's a, you know what I'm saying? Like, he already yeah, signed. Yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe that's how he saw it. I, I, I just, I was, he just saw his mom with fucking big fat tits. And yeah. Just like, uh, how dare the Packers? Uh, I was just kind of, I think, I think Blake Mart, like, oh, the problem is a lot of people, they have this big old persona of themselves of what they are. Yeah. That's and true he's trying, like, I mean, you go Clay Matthews, Clay Matthews is the same way. Yeah. They want to see how they're pushed to the media. True. True. So if you have Blake Martinez, who led the league in tackles, you would think is just some kind of stud, just killer, and he didn't get that kind of, I guess, recognition. Pay. Yeah. In like so, signing with the Giants. So then now Blake's got to come out and say they're gonna hate his ass. That New York media is gonna well, fuck it. But Blake's got to come out and say like, oh that. That wasn't me, but like I could be that player. I think I just thought of this right now. What if like Blake during the season got got his tackle eight yards downfield, downfield, and just like looked at the D line, like what the fuck, guys? Why did I have to do this? Maybe yeah. he did that. Maybe he did like he thought he should be making plays, yeah. and maybe he just sucks so much. But he just—I was just gonna say—I I just think his. He just had terrible reaction time. And like, I feel like, like I feel like middle linebackers in a three four, you got a you got a shot to hit the gap and go. Well, with the Packers, with the Packers front fucking four. Yeah, like, I guess when they ran out, some right? of that front five, like the way they used to run. Yeah, the Smith. I mean, I know Z's favorite player, Dean Lowry, Kenny Clark. I like Kenny Clark, though. But, like, when you run that, like, you would think that you would get a couple tackles. Well, that's my point, lot. is you should be able to shoot a gap. He didn't shoot a fucking gap ever. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. That's why I just don't. If that, we're here right now. You okay. just being a yes man, Hark? Oh, here we go. Oh, God, press data's way gone. But, but <laughs> I, I think what we should do at this point. an hour ago. What's the overall draft grade that you guys give right now? For the Packers? Yep. Oh, no, for the fucking Ravens. Ravens, I really like. I did like their draft. I'd go but, eight plus. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd like yeah. them But I, I don't know. I'm just going to give it, like, a C, just because, I mean, if we're talking, like, so are you, I mean, that's the thing, are you going to talk about how we think it's going to impact the team this year? No, what I'm saying is, like, what do you think what the Packers did the last three days will do to affect the organization for the next 10 years? I'll still give it a C. Cause I think it, I think a C's a fair, you know, you're you weren't terrible, 
You weren't great. You're in between, right? I don't know. Wait, not mine? You're not going to like this answer, but um, I give it an IDGAF. I don't Arky give a fuck. doesn't bug. give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just like, I just like, that's, that's, I, I know you want an answer, but I'm just not giving an answer because it's just too, like, I don't even know how to pronounce it, like, yeah. Like, explain what I'm thinking. It's just too, you're looking at the future and everyone wants how you think it's going to impact your team this next season, which I don't think that's what the draft is no. slo- solely meant for. Yeah. That, that's why. What about you, Pete? Sorry, I, I don't know. No, I'm, you're fine. I would, I mean, if I'm going like what they did, like thinking like, okay, this is what we need, I'm going to go D. But. Based on needs, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could, I could spin a, spin the draft around in two years and say, holy shit, look what the fuck they did. But but that's why right I now looking at like thinking, okay, you're looking at a two year plan for the Packers team. Packers winning a Super Bowl. I'm always I've always been. Uh, we want to win right now. Well, we know that. <laughs> Heard that. I'm saying <laughs> we, they didn't we do very good. We experienced that three years ago, Pete. I would possibly say that they I me giving them a D is like a No, I think their mom might have came in and gave me a little extra little bit to give them a D. But that's Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Kobe, but uh, oh, finally I, actually, I think that's just the way you look. I mean, that's why I'm like, if you grade a draft, how do you, how are you looking at it? Are you looking at it long term? Are you looking at it immediate? I mean, I think, I think everything right now, every like every person in general mm-hmm. is looking at this minute. Like, what does it do for but us? But that's why, that's why, I like when the experts, so it's like, so you're gonna give them a D? Well. Like I said, if you look back at that Packers draft in 05 with Rodgers, you'd give that fucking thing an A. You know what I don't fucking like? You know what? Give all these fucking talking heads on ESPN NFL Network. Let them fucking give grades. The only thing that matters is if you tell someone, hey, you lose money if this fucking team exceeds your grades' expectations. Do you think yeah. anyone would want to give a grade then? Nope. Well, No. Be, so, That's a good so they're, point. I like so they're just like, oh yeah, just give out a fucking grade with no repercussions for anything. That's how people just. Yeah. I, I just get pissed off. Outlandish. Like, not outlandish, but give out a grade and there's no, like everyone just. Goes on to the next draft, goes on to the next season, nobody fucking yeah, cares. That's, and that's the thing, too. Like we've said, the fucking goddamn Browns have gotten an A the last five years in their fucking drafts. I ripped out a customer the other yeah, day. Yeah, he's a Browns fan. He came fan. in yesterday. Oh, the Browns are really killing it. And I fucking looked at him and said, don't the Browns always kill it during draft day? Yeah. The Bear- I swear to God, the Brown- the worst teams in the league always get the A's. And you know why they get the A's? Because they're always drafting top ten. So... They have no, they have, and that's the thing. Everybody gives them an A because that's the top ten is always the picks that everybody fucking knows. Yeah. So, so that's why I just, yeah, it's a fucking dumb. We're gonna, think, we're, we're gonna let our guest um, get us out of here. Pete, what what do you gotta say about the rest of the draft, though? Give a give something out to our our listeners, though. 
What we gotta say is the rest of the draft. He the loves it. There's, oh. a, there, there's a reason I wear an Omaha Beef <laughs> T-shirt today for the podcast. When you pick three offensive linemen in a row, you pick a 245-pound running back, you pick a tight end. Packers next. I mean, times are changing in Green like, Bay. Get on the trainer and fucking figure it out, they're, right? They're not spreading it out five wide anymore. No, no. That's the thing. Everyone wanted a receiver. That that shit don't work in fucking December and January in Lambeau. You're playing know. in Lambeau because when the Packers go fifteen and one next year, yeah, and they're playing in Lambeau every game, and. Steve Pratt's dirtbag Niners got to come to town. Oh, my God. Just shivering their dicks oh, out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I told him the other that day. That ain't going to work. So I told him, told him this morning. I said, when fucking A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones combined for 250. Oh. A.J. and A.J. Oh. Oh. Ooh, I like that. I don't know what's going to happen more. A.J. Square. Yep. Yep. Me, Harky, and Zarecki cases drank. Or by ourselves, Packers rushing touchdowns. Oh, I'm going cases drank. Oh yeah, per game. Oh shit. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. per game. Yeah. Oh fuck. We should keep uh, a tally going though. Holy fuck. Because better, better really start training. I just like I mean I get I get the whole like Aaron Rodgers is getting paid this much money. Right. And you would think you need to throw the ball that much. <clears throat> the way the roster is going to be set up from here on out. Yeah. To get used to it, otherwise you're going to drive yourself insane. Like, just keep thinking LaFleur is going to run McCarthy shit. It's like, yeah. realize he's not McCarthy. Good is not, not Ted. Ted. Yeah. Yeah. We got two different brain trusts. Yeah. In, like, yeah. Wow. I it's just like I said. Let's just all relax. Let's see what happens. Jeff, can you spell that out for us? What? All relax. Um, oh boy. R- I don't know if he can spell it. R E L A U X. Can I get that in a sentence, please? <laughs> you're, a, you're a big Burroughs fan, bro. No. Uh, are you taking me to dinner? <laughs> <laughs> are you guys getting drunk? Are you guys getting drunk? This has been a fun fucking episode. Oh, hell yeah. It didn't, dude, if you would have told me we're at, what, two hours? Oh, my God. two Over two hours? I would have, it felt like we were at like an hour ten. And if you're listening this long, if you wanted insight on every fucking Packer drafted and every fucking... Shit they took or a yard they rushed. Don't oh, fuck off. There's a plenty of fucking information out there. Go look at it for yourself. Yeah. We just like talking like people in the bar would talk. We we don't want to bring up yeah. every stat. We like bringing up some. But I'm um, glad you guys are still listening. What is this? Our I think 19th. We finally hit the 800 listens episode. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners. So who who the fuck knows? Still having fun and I guess hopefully Steve that's enough for Steve Pratt. I don't know. Oh man, he cannot cannot imagine what his AT and T bill is gonna be if he's still listening. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, good thing well at least he's got a sugar mom to take care of him. Oh, oh well 
The old bar spread looking too good right now, but yeah, they're really white trash living it up. There we go, trailer park living, <laughs> double wide. I can't, dude. That there's those two are like the definition of trailer trailer park boys. <laughs> All right, two beers on the garage. I want to thank Pete for coming on again. Yeah, thanks Pete. Thanks listeners. I want to guys? thank uh, Brian Gutenkus for giving me just unbelievable oh, content all all year all. All weekend for just people flipping. You know what's amazing? We got more content already for Wednesday. Yep. All right. Well, um, as I always say, uh, say, stay safe. And what do we have to say, Kawhi? What it do, baby?